The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. freely. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creeds. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners, Will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. Oh man, don't that just motivate man, that's you? Deep, I know, man. man. That is deep. That they is do. deep. That thing gets you ready on Get a ready, on right, a like? Monday morning, man. <laughs> man, I'm oh, man. Man. Yeah. All hell the king, man. All hell the king. Rest in peace. Remembrance okay. to Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., man. Yeah, man. No doubt. No doubt, man. And I, I don't like as far as holidays are considered, I don't know what all we ever do, you know, to actual to actually like celebrate um, MLK Day. And I wonder, I mean, I'm going to ask y'all uh, first off, I'm going to ask y'all like, what do y'all think like he would want like people to do to celebrate his day? Man, that's that's a good question. Well, um, I, th- I think what he want is kind of, um, I say not necessarily on his birthday, but what we do um as a nation just to remember you know every time his birthday anything come up regardless of what you think about the situation i think it brings up and you make you think that um this guy whole martin luther king whole thing was about a dream you know what i mean his dream and you can't go through martin luther king day without hearing a clip from that if you're watching tv you're doing (laughs) anything you're gonna hear a clip from that i had a dream speech I mean, it don't matter where you, you could be riding your car. You're going to hear something on, during this time frame on that, you know what I mean, on, on him. So I think the biggest thing is just keep people um, focused on the task at hand type deal. Every year during this time, somebody need to be a little bit of thinking about uh, where we going, you know, because we ain't there yet. Uh, as we already know, we're not there yet. So um, uh, injustice, equality. Um, talking about the dream speech itself, we still need to be head towards that. So I think during this time period, it, it kind of uh, was always make us think about that, you know, and that's kind of, I think, what he wants when he comes to his speech and come to his birthday. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a, it brings remembrance to the, to your daily actions. Like, what is your plan? Like, where are you going? Like, what's your vision? 
And I think that, like, you know, that I have a dream now. It, his dream was like being, honestly, I, when I think of it, it's like being real with yourself. Like, like, are you standing up for, you know, what's right? Are you doing the things with inside yourself to bring somebody else up? You kind of get what I'm saying? And so I think it's like spreading that mm -hmm. awareness of what he, what he wanted, you know what I'm saying? What he did. It wasn't about him. It was about, you know, what he could do for others and for, for especially for our race. Um, and I, that's what, I, that's what I think about, especially coming from, you know, the place to be in it. Like when I even think of being sitting in the officer world, man, it's like when I was there, weren't too many of us. But now, like, like he mm. said, sit at, when he said sit at the table, bro, like I, I just remember like sitting at the table, it's just only me. Yeah. And it's a, a chance. I, I, I'm, that that when he said that part right there, that hit me hard, man, because it's one of the things that because yeah. he fought for that, I was able to be one of those people to sit at the table at that, you know what I'm saying? At that at, at this time of my life. And so now it's like, what am I doing for others to bring them up to that that same way? So that's why I think his yeah. vision is like carrying that on and reaching back and and holding people and pulling people to the future like like he did. And then we, you know, we get we get to sit at these tables and actually have voices. You mm. know what I mean? At times. You know, for me, I think that uh, he would want us to love somebody today, mm -hmm. like just love on somebody today, um, whether that be and, and most likely a stranger. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, tell somebody you love them, um, somebody that might not look like you, you know, like y'all like y'all were saying, take care of somebody that might not look like you. And then when we sit at those tables, we need to represent the people that look like us. Mm -hmm. And we need to make sure we're thinking about the people that, you know, don't look like us. You know, one of the craziest things that I remember about MLK Day was it was on a ship. And, um, you know, we learned about Martin Luther King in high school and middle school mm -hmm. and every school near Martin Luther King Day, right? They <laughs> yeah. teach about it, right? But um, we were on a ship and I'm like, man, you know, I know this, I know that. It's not much that I could really learn about, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. But, you know, you forget how much, you know, age kind of put things into perspective. So mm -hmm. when I was young, when I was in school, I was always younger than pretty much however old MLK was when he, you know, accomplished mostly everything he accomplished. Because yeah. um, I graduated high school, you know, younger too. You know, I wasn't really 18 yet. So, um, but the perspective that age gives you. So he was 15 when he graduated high school. Right. He was 15 when he graduated high school. Mm -hmm. And I like and I was listening to the sellers talk because uh, we had an MLK Day celebration, which I happened to kind of stumble across being the leader. It was like, well, who go do the celebration? Somebody was like, I heard it was you. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, it's me. But uh, so 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 when he graduated, so but I'm listening, I'm like, man, like and then they said he was. So he did. I have a dream speech in 1963. Mm -hmm. Right. The crazy thing is he wasn't even going to put I have a dream in that speech, right? But he did yeah. it in 1963. He was 34. Yeah. Dang. I'm 35. Dang. <laughs> yeah, he did I have a dream speech when he was 34 years old. And mm. then he got his he got the Nobel Peace Prize, the second African American to get it at 35. Mm. <laughs> so he got the he's of course when he got it, he was the youngest to get it. You know what I'm saying? Um Morehouse like then he got his doctor with all that and then this, yeah. he was assassinated at 39 so everything we know about dr martin luther king jr is up until the age of 39 years old yeah some of us past 39 <laughs> you know what i'm saying still yeah. like still trying to figure life yeah. out you know what i mean this dude then got locked up won nobel <laughs> peace prizes yeah. like made so much history yeah, and will man. be remembered statue in dc yeah. remembered for the rest of 
American life and probably across the world. You know what I'm saying? And passed away at 39. Let me tell you. Let, what was assassinated. You know, man, what's, what's really crazy about this, this thing, man, his age and the things he accomplished, man, was like, when I think about it, man, I think about the fact that how many times I've been in a room as a younger as a younger guy and was thinking like, I'm just trying to sit back here and let everything go. You know what I mean? I don't want nobody to see me. I don't want nobody to do this. I hear everybody speaking. I hear everybody talking. I just want to be a fly on the wall type deal, right? And as yeah. I get older, now I'm kind of like, if somebody's going to speak, I feel like it's going to be me. You know, as, as mm -hmm. I didn't got older, yeah. but this guy was doing this stuff so young. young you know what I mean? Know. That's yeah. that's that's the fascinating part about this whole thing, man, on how he was way ahead of his time, man, on the mm -hmm. things he was doing, the things he was talking about. was like, and then mm -hmm. think about the people who was following him. Who was who yeah. following a 30-year-old <laughs> guy? Who's following a 25-year-old guy? These people was following Martin Luther King. What mm -hmm. kind of voice you need to have in this day for somebody to follow you like he was being followed? That's crazy yeah. when you think about it, man. Uh, you know, you think back on it. Yeah, and it's it's not a lot of people right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fact. I mean, like at, at that point, at that point, like he was just he was so definite and, and sure of himself, man. And I think, like, expect that as rare to see as a black man, especially today, like so sure of himself mm -hmm. at that age. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember being like. 2029 20, and i'm like i'm i don't even know you know what i'm saying what i want to eat for breakfast next morning you know what i'm saying i don't even know <laughs> really? like really like i'm, I'm, I'm waking up like dang yeah. what i'm gonna do today like you know what i'm saying yeah man yeah. and he had a plan man and it's yeah. like one of those things like to be that self-aware at such a young age man it's just like uh your level of emotion think about how emotionally like awake mostly uh like aware he had to be because he the way he responded to a lot of these things man like i don't think i like I, I couldn't respond the way he did in such a loving like a way at that time, man. And they they was on some trash stuff, bro. Like you know what I mean. And for him to yeah. respond that way every time, like I don't know, man. I just think like you said, he just was way ahead of his time. Like, yeah, yo, he was he was like he was viral. You know, like what yeah. we call viral right now, he was that. Yeah. Like I, I think about like you know podcast <laughs> clips, and I mm. I think about stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, we like. Like, let me hold back. Am I ready for, mm -hmm. you know, this much attention? I think about that yeah, a lot yeah. with, you know, some of the clips that come out about our podcast. Like, uh, we recently had a clip that came out. And I'm like, I, if I knew if I pressed, like, a certain button, it might get, like, attention from, like, a certain place. And I said, I'm not going to press it. I'm going to let it just go <laughs> organically. But honestly, though, to be honest, I didn't know if I was ready for that. Because when you do that. Everything opens up. You go under the scope. Mm -hmm. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was under the scope mm -hmm. all the time. He was under the scope. Yeah. People was after him. Um, the government, like yeah. a bunch of people was, you know, he had a bunch of things, um, you know, things about his personal life and, you know, things that's uh, like not so savory that people um, like to remember more than uh, like you said earlier, Joe, when you said like he. It wasn't about him. It was about what he meant to, you know, other people, you know. But when you start to lead a movement like that, man, people going to go over, you know, everything you ever done, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's why I be yeah, trying to know. put, uh, <laughs> that's why I try to put my dirty laundry in the podcast. No, you're right. Because, <laughs> you know, because if we ever do the old tweets, yeah, gonna you know, they going to come up. Yeah. yeah. No that's doubt. One thing. Yeah. I mean, you got to be brave for that. You do, but you got to, like, it's it's a, it's a level of self-growth. Like, I, that one thing I've learned is just, like, 
getting older. I ain't as old as you, you know what I'm saying? Senior like You older than me. I mean, but uh, <laughs> you over there sitting about, what you about, 45? Or a play? He's sitting on, he's sitting on dubs. He's sitting on dubs. <laughs> I'm so not even. Hey, look, that means you don't have to even respond to man. I just have to. I have to look at it. Look at it. No, but like, <laughs> what? What are the like? What the biggest thing I've learned is like it's about the more you work on yourself and grow, like, and don't put the attention out there on other people. The more you grow yourself, the more influence you have, right? And so, and and at that point, like, it, it you're able to hold those uh, those those positions without having to worry about whatever's going on because your level of self-growth is so high and so aware you see things coming that like most people don't even see coming and then you see like people walking around you like dang man like you can tell who's aware who's who you know what I'm saying who's showing themselves who's growing yeah. themselves and who's you know working in their purpose and doing what they need to do those type of things so it's more about self-growth and i think he understood that at such a young age that most of us didn't even like i'm just learning that you know what i'm saying i'm 38 yeah. Yeah. i'm like god dang man like i yeah. it's about it's my growth is that what counts? That's what you know. What, what that's when I begin to influence and and things like that. So, yeah, man, that's that's a big that's a big thing right there, man. You you talk about self growth, man. That's that's most definitely um, something that we we always trying to work on. We something we always trying to get better mm -hmm. at. And you're right, man. He had it young, but I I tell you one thing, man, about like self growth, man, is like when I when we talking and we speaking, man, I couldn't imagine myself. Like I be sitting in rooms sometimes and people be asking me questions and I'd be like, man, 15 years ago, man, I wouldn't be in here right now. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be mm -hmm. talking about this stuff yeah. right now. We talking about right now. So mm -hmm. most definitely self-growth is a is, is a big deal, man. And it's real. And sometimes it comes with experience. Sometimes it comes with age. Sometimes it comes with, mm -hmm. you know, being in the room with people and, and talking and hearing and listening. And, and, and sometimes that's one of the biggest things about it, just sitting back and listening. That's how you grow too. Mm -hmm. sitting back and listening and see what people are talking about. Because you'll be man, you'll be surprised on some of this shit come out of people's mouths sometimes, man. So it 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 almost it it most definitely um make you sit back and think. And and now mm -hmm. the the self growth meaning I'm not sitting back and listening to this shit no more and letting them make it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, hold up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm throwing my hands up now. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna pause you now yeah. and say what you mean by that. Back in the day, I probably let them make mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like, let them go. Yeah. Let them keep talking. No, not yeah. no, no, hold up. I need to explain what you're saying right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, right. I, and I think that got to do with time, yo. I think I think the older we get, the more we see, like, time is limited. Mm, yeah. Like, we not about to waste it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I was sitting down with my wife last night watching a TV show. And it, this happens to me randomly. Like, I just get this random thought, like, yo, we not going to be here forever. Like in this space that we in right now, watching this, doing this or whatever at mid thirties or whatever and great health, we're not going to be here forever. You know, yeah. we're going to get older. We're going a whole lot is going to happen. Um, and then it's over. It's somewhere else to go. You know what I'm saying? And you start to think about that. Like, am I finished? Am I finished? And that's why I appreciate like how immediate like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was about like what he did like like y'all said like he was immediate like mm -hmm. oh man like they said something to rosa parks about this bus let's go do something about mm -hmm. it oh man this happening over here in selma let's go do something about it like we got to get these things done because our time here is like limited you know what i mean and even though we always talk about you know it's all these people dying and they're like passing away now like 98 99 96 we always talk about how they live the full life he lived a full life and passed away mm. at 39. I mean, yeah. it was a whole lot more work he could have done, yeah, but man. he got a whole lot done. Yeah, he yeah. did. 
You know what I'm saying? And we talking about it right now. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be talking about it forever. Ever, yeah. Like none of us will be here. I used to struggle with uh my black leaders, yo. I don't know if y'all want to get into that, but I used to struggle with there. like my black leaders. I used to struggle with the idea of uh Martin Luther King Jr. Um, more so because I would put them up against the idea of uh, Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think I lean more toward uh, what I what I felt like Malcolm X was about than Martin at that time, because Malcolm X was he was he was going to chop you down. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, pro violence. I'm talking about yeah. verbally. Yeah. Like he was going to mm-hmm. chop. I've seen him chop people down. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I like that. Like he was. He was he had that fire like he, he you know he he was he would come he would combat you too he would like you're not gonna win a war yeah. of words a war mm-hmm. of wit or nothing with him and i like that man and um so for uh, some of my younger years i, I i'm a, i could honestly say i didn't appreciate dr martin luther king as much as i do now let, let me so let, you know that. um you're right man martin Mar, uh, martin luther king was a little bit different but malcolm x man let me let me tell you I, that's why um, I feel like they had to get rid of Malcolm X, man. Because in a meeting, anywhere you be at, you're not winning when it comes yeah. to those comes to those um when you start to talking with him. You know what I mean? And they knew yeah. uh <laughs> you, you wouldn't you would you had to bring it, man. If you were talking about winning any type of conversation yeah. with with, yeah. with Malcolm X, you you see some of the stories and some of the stuff you hear him when he talking about, you wasn't yeah. winning, man. So I felt like you know, I, and I feel like the people who he was with and who was around, I think they knew too, though. And I think he even knew. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like you're in a you're in a situation now, man. You everybody finna follow you. You know what I mean? And you know yeah. they ain't want that. Then nobody want you know somebody mm-hmm. following Malcolm X. They ain't want people following Martin Luther King like they was following him. So. Back in them, yeah. back in that time too, man. That that meant something. You know what I mean? That meant something yeah. back in that time. So, uh, yeah, man, Malcolm X, you're right, man. He was a he was a beast, <laughs> man. When it when it when it comes to stuff like that, man. Like you wouldn't. I yeah. I remember having conversations back back in Mississippi, man, about like what I wouldn't have any conversation. Just listening to like my mom and her my uncles and all of them just mm-hmm. talking. You know what I mean? Just having conversations about it, and it was just like. They was talking about this stuff before, like some of this stuff we have, like they, they people knew, you know what I mean. And this is Mississippi, yeah. where you know it's crazy already. So, you know what I mean. It was, it was, it was it's a situation, man, where, where um, people always like when you come into like following people and and who's the guy and and who's this and back in the forties and fifties, man, you couldn't you people they was watching that stuff. It was like yeah. FBI was watching this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, you you yeah. you had to watch it back in back in those times, man. So yeah, man, it's crazy, but um, you weren't winning no battle wits with Malcolm X. Man. <laughs> yeah, so so <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> yeah, so we I mean we came a long way from uh, we and we like you said like like y'all both said we still got a whole lot of whole lot to go. We came a long way. I just want to you know uh, throw some flowers out there for. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on his day. I didn't want to start our podcast off without remembering him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, okay. But with no further ado, if you've been listening to the podcast, you've been hearing another voice. If you've been watching the podcast, <laughs> you've been seeing another person. So I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself and let the people know who you are. All right. Well, I'm Joe Solomon. Uh, I guess I, I, I will first just 
say that I am a, I'm a husband uh, and a father of two kids. That's what I enjoy the most about life. Uh, but other than that, um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I just, I'm a person who loves life. I love to laugh. I love to joke. Uh, and whatever job that I do, it's just that's just the role that I'm playing for that that point right now. So the role that I'm playing right now is in my officer in the Navy. I'm a SWO. Uh, I was enlisted. Um, mm-hmm. I also own a. <clears throat> uh, before that, I was a special ed teacher for elementary schools. Uh, and before that, I did a, a ton of jobs. And then um, I also have my own business, fitness business. Um, but it's 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 the business is more about whole development as a person. So uh, just not changing your outside, but changing who you are on the inside as well, in order to grow in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, have a podcast that we run, Just Keep Living, and have another podcast coming out with a bunch of kids that we're doing as well. And uh, I don't know, man, that, that's, that's, that's just about it. You know, I'm ready for this next step in life. I get out in about six months and, uh, mm. you know, that's mm. about it. I see a little smile crack. Oh, man, a lot of smile, bro. <laughs> you ready to a for lot that of, next chapter? A lot of, I'm ready for, I'm ready yeah. for the next chapter, man. I'm ready for the next chapter. If if anything, life has taught me not to be attached to any role. As for my life, be attached to any any role, because as soon as you are attached to that, and you try to. You, and I think that I am that. Then life is like, mm. nah, bro. Mm. Kind of sit down, <laughs> sit down, and yeah, and, man. and watch yeah. what watch watch what's next. So it forces me to grow. Yeah, life so I like is, it. Life is too short to let like one thing define you. Yeah, man. You know, mm-hmm. we was talking about that on a podcast that we did that I think is out today. But uh, how like uh, the comedian Chaley Junior, the dude Chaley mm-hmm. Lee Junior, I want to say his name is, uh, how he could be a comedian and he could be in the Navy. Like, yeah, it, you don't have to not, you know, mm-hmm. do one of those things. Like if you have that talent and you got that potential, like live up to whatever. Because, again, like we just talked about, like life is short short yeah man you know what I'm very short and i I, t- yeah. I tell you you know you broke up a good thing about you know uh being attached man and and the thing about being attached you could be people walk by you every day and when you're in your uniform and salute you man they saluting you as a lieutenant they not saluting joe you know what i mean yeah, you're right. yeah. not saluting you're joe right. man they salute yeah. they salute that title and what you are right now so mm. it's just one of those mm-hmm. things man you can't be attached to things man you can somebody could be towing your bags yeah. one day, man. You could be towing your bags one day, man. And then the next yeah, day when you you're right. <laughs> tow your own damn bags. Now yeah. when you Jody tow your own that's damn bags. That's that styrofoam you know, cup, that tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, so it's talk, funny man. because it's funny because I, I like, you know, I'm in my uniform sometime and I'm not on base, right? Mm-hmm. So I run into this first class. You know, and when I'm in uniform, a lot of people speak. Like, hey, what's up, mm-hmm. senior? Hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? It's a different, you know, vibe yeah, conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I remember running up to this first class, and I probably looked like a first class age or yeah. whatever. I don't know. I think I look a little younger. But um, I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, you new here? Well, you know, and I'm still talking like yeah. a senior chief. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you know, well, welcome aboard. You know, he's like, he looking at me. He ain't saying that. He's like... <laughs> Like, yo, who like uh-huh. he's like, he's like who, who who are you? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh like, no, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I work upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I work upstairs, I'm seeing McCullough, man. He's like, oh, seeing? Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> but it happens so often, man. It's yeah, funny, yo. It's yeah, so funny. You hey, I got a question for you. You got yo. a dog? You got dogs? Yeah, man. I I got this little 
It ain't mine. I don't call it mine. It's my wife's little poodle's little <laughs> thing, man. I'd be ready. To, I'd be ready to punt that thing over the gate, bro. I'd be like, man, no. yeah. I got, I got a little a little dog, man. So. And and I know Damon got three, right? So got, look, yeah, Damon got hey, three. Hold, hold yeah, I got three dogs, bro, man. But ain't no hey, way, man. it's a it's a problem too, man. Tell you the truth. But um, I had so we wanted another one. So you know, I got I got these uh these bulldogs, man. I got a bulldog, so we wanted a girl bulldog. You know what I mean? You know, whatever that have a little fun or whatever. <laughs> and then when we got the girl bulldog, the guy hit us, and these dogs cost like two, three thousand dollars, right? The dude hit yeah. us up and said yeah. he can't sell the dog. Do we want him for free? Yeah. So of course, yeah, man. I went up there and got him, man. It's a boy, man. Like they some good looking dogs, man. But if it, you know, how free, free and, and free and black, man, they go together, man. He said, "Go get Yeah, he said, "Probably right up there, uh, probably like there, like ten minutes." Look, on my way. Gas it up, God Yo, these dogs, man. I can't do it. No I, I, so I, I got Saint right. That's my dog Saint, and. Right now, my wife is down, so she can't do anything. She can't really take care of him. So it's just me. Yo, I'm ready for him to run away. See? Bad, man. See? You know what man, I'm saying? Yeah, I love man. Him. Listen, like, I love him or whatever, uh-uh. right? Because I think I got to say yeah. that. But, like, yo, he, like you ain't got this dude gets on my nerves, yeah. like, more than anything else. You know, he know he needed It's cold outside, right? So he know he need a jacket uh, to go outside. No, he don't know he need But it. whenever I go to put the jacket on. He, he by this, at this point, he got to correlate the jacket with going out. You don't go out without it. Oh, <laughs> like, like, so the only time. So this dude, the other day, he he go to the door. It, he And whenever we sit down to eat, that's when he go to the door to let us know he got to go to the bathroom. Right. Give me a whole day. When me and my wife sit down to eat, that's when he starts scratching at the door to let us know he got to go to the bathroom. Y'all ain't right? taking my attention. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That, if we, if is. we kiss, if we kiss, yep. hug, dance. <laughs> fire in his eyes man uh-huh. you know what i mean the fire you know what i mean yeah. so you know but so so this one day he's scratching at the door right so i so i guess up i grabbed the vest i'm like all right you know you need, you need this vest to go out right so he runs from the vest man it's like a four minute you know kind of <laughs> circle around the crib so i open the door and then stand in front of it with the vest right he dips off uh-huh. i dip to find him I see his ass running out the door, like, like, like <laughs> on his own without the vest. Man. I grab him, man. I grab him and throw that vest on, like, I, like try to throw the vest yeah. on tough. You know what I mean? Like, I'm put this, this vest on. <laughs> Yo, it's dude, man. He gets on my nerves, man. Him, man. But and he, but he always follow because she's not feeding him right now. Mm. It's just me, so he always following me, man. Yeah, man. See, that's why I be like, I wanted him to run away mm-hmm. yesterday. I'd be letting the dog out, be like, hoping like some like because we have like coyote bad. I'd be like, man, can a coyote, can a coyote just jump hey. in this motherfucking gate real quick? <laughs> grab, this, grab this thing down. It's like, God, I'll be, I'll be going to the back door looking like, damn, can he not be here? Please, please, please. Uh, like. <laughs> he'd be right there. Yep, looking at me with his eyes like, oh man. <laughs> That's, oh, funny. That's so funny, yo. So, oh, how man. you doing with the three, Damon? Well, man, let me tell you, you man, it. the three is expensive, man. You know, the, the, that dog food, man, because we got that, because you know, these dogs can be allergic to stuff or whatever, man. So, we buy this certain dog food, yeah. man. It's expensive as hell, man. Like, so every time I go, and it's three of them, and they eat like like they fighting each other to eat. You know what I mean? Like, they, they eat like one of them eat like it's eight puppies there. 
You know what I mean? So he try to get in where he fit in, eating so yeah. damn fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he eating so damn man. Yeah, I'm talking I hate, about dude. I hate that, man. I'm talking about just that. murdering dogs, that food, man. dude. I'm talking about just murdering that. that food, dude. Why, why are you mad at the dog for eating? Like, hey, Joe, man. <laughs> Joe, look, man. Gotta be mad look, as so, hell, man. So like look, this little shit. Look, let me tell you, man. Look, let me tell you. So we will pour the food, right? We will pour the food. And he already ready to attack. Yeah, go. So I trained him. So now I trained him. He got to sit. Yeah. Like, you're not just about to, when I pour this food, you're not about to try to <laughs> run me over to eat this food, right? So he got to sit until yeah. I say eat, right? So I got like two fingers. I point to the bowl and I say eat. But when he comes and eats, <laughs> he devouring the food. Yeah. Like, it's almost yeah. like we don't feed him ever. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, like, yo, Every time dude. he joke, eat, that's how it be, man. Every time. So I was thinking, like, the older dog, right? Because the other two, man, they are puppies, and they're like four, four yeah. months old, man, but they already about big as the oldest one, though. You know what I mean? They Dang. are growing mm-hmm. like that fast, yeah. man, right? So Dang. I'm thinking that, you know, he gonna be like, you know, snap on him. You know what I mean? Because he older or whatever. Yeah. Man, yeah. they be bullying his butt, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. even with the food. Like, you know, when it come to food, though, you're thinking like, okay, he gonna, he gonna get on him uh, on this food. Yeah. Man, gonna, they yeah. come over there, dude. They come in there and just move his ass out the way. Because now I got to, now I got to separate them. Because they, they, they him, eat man. theirs in like five seconds. Then they come over then there and just go, like yeah. move him out Dang. the way from his food, man. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. I thought he was going to snap on him. He snapped on him one day, though, man. Um, But it was about a toy. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I'm talking about he's a fool. He's about a freaking toy. He like snapped on them, dude. Like, he really put them in their place, man. It's like, they don't, like he, yeah. he snapped on them over a freaking toy. And I'm thinking like, about food. He don't care about that stuff, man. But, no, man. But yeah, nah, man. man. They serious about them toys. Yeah. And Saint, he's serious about them slippers, man. What? He go disappear for about an hour. If he does, if he disappeared for an hour, he under the couch with a slipper. With a slipper, man. <laughs> slipper. <laughs> grimacing. See, you man. try to get it, he got the grimace. Yeah, man. I, like, do that, man. I just don't like waking socks. up, waking up, and I'm going downstairs. I'm like, yo, what is that smell, man? Yeah. Then in some random corner, it's like a pile of crap. It's just sitting happening. there, like yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just like, golly, man, like you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I can't keep cleaning this up. Yeah, I got then you, they I like got helpless. You yeah, then they looking at you like they be like helpless. <laughs> down, they, they like yo, like what's up? How was the kids with it though, man? Because my kids, man, they they'll go down there and clean the shit up, man. The half ass clean it up and shit. Be pissing me. Off. You know, I don't even, even go there, bro. I don't even want to go there, bro. God, I be like y'all worse than the dog, man. Man, like you know what I'm saying? Oh like, my goodness, man. They don't my. clean nothing up. The dog didn't do it. They look at it. They come tell me. I'm like, what you? What you telling me? Go, yeah. I'm, uh, like, anyway, man, I'm, like, shit, I'm in the bed sleep. It's like four, I know I'm in the bed sleep. Like they come knocking on the door, the door, the dog crap downstairs. I'm like, why are you telling me? Go yeah. clean it up, yeah. man. Like, like it just don't yeah. it don't no, click, no. man. So yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The last time my dog shit, the last time my dog shit in in the house, it was the worst possible scenario. <laughs> it wasn't just like poop on the floor I could scoop up. He had it like in the corner, cracked at a joint. If you swing something open, it's moving with the gate. Uh, I'm oh, like, yeah, this, see, this, see, yeah, man. man. See, then yeah, my, my then get, it was like, mine get, mine get mad and like he'll do stuff like he'll piss and like shit in the kennel and lay in it and just mm. sit there. And then when you come get him out, he just looking at you. <laughs> like, yo, what's so up? I just pick the whole cage <laughs> out and just sit it outside. And I be looking at him through the door, like, like <laughs> you're like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's funny. I'm like. <laughs> 
because I can't let you out. I ain't let you run yeah. around the house. Yeah. yeah. Smelling like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, man, that's why I say it's that, that would make you mad. Right? That's a whole morning now, man. That's least like, you, know, you yeah. got to take him out. You got to clean that nah, up. You got to take him a bath. You got, man, it's a whole day then, man. It's <laughs> a whole just, morning. Then at go. the end of the day, like at the end of the day, you just feel bad. At the while, you feel bad because you know they don't like think like yeah. us. Like they don't got the, <laughs> they really don't got the reasoning skills like us. I be trying to negotiate with him. Like, like, like yo, if you do this, I'm gonna, like, it's yeah. like yeah. At the oh, while, you got to fold. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so look, let's get into it, man. Let's yo, get yo, into yo, it. Yo. Um, let's get into first off, where are you from? Where are you from? Man, I say, I'm. I'm from I'm from all over, man. My 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 dad was mm-hmm. in the military, so uh, I got you know fa- most of my family's in like Jersey, Philly, and Delaware, uh, mm-hmm. that area. So, but I traveled the world at, at a young age. So I was born in Germany. You know, I uh, lived probably I can't remember. I've never lived anywhere for more than like I want to say four years. So yeah, um, you know, from England to Colorado to Ohio. Texas, Virginia. I mean, I've lived them all, so I can't really say where I'm from. <laughs> I'm yeah. from everywhere, man. So yeah. So, so how early did you know that you were going to be in the military? Oh man, I didn't want to go. I was the last place I wanted mm-hmm. to go because I saw my dad in it, man. And I was like, when I grew up, I was like, man, I ain't doing that crap, man. I'm not doing the military. And so, uh, I went to college, man. I was playing football, uh, and then I got injured and ended up dropping out. <clears throat> And so I ended up finishing school. I went back uh, to get my degree and became a teacher. But like around 2009, when the economy crashed, they, was, they started mm-hmm. laying teachers off. And that's when I ended up joining the, the military. And so it was like one of those things like, man, I got an English degree. What the hell am I going to do with an English degree? You know what I mean? Like, and so. Yeah, talk. Yeah. <laughs> go talk. I'm going to go read books. To, do a podcast. Read, read, I'm going to go read books to people in prison or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I could, like I really couldn't think of nothing to do, man. Like you know, I wasn't creative back back then, and so mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I think that you know, all I knew was the military and teaching. That's what my mom and dad did, and that's crazy. Like yeah. when I think about it now, like I try, I try to expose my kids to so many job opportunities now, because me being me being in that situation, man, I was like, I'm stuck. I don't know where else to go, and uh, only thing I knew was the military, man, and so that's how yeah. it. And I'm thinking you had your eggs in that football basket early on before you got injured, right? I I, I did, but you know when I was playing college ball, man, I was like, man, I don't want to do this. Mm, okay. I, I really, I was like, man, I was like, damn, man, like you know, I at some point I was just like, you know, I don't, don't want to do this, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But I, but what happened really was my uh, my wife, who was my girl at the time, she ended up, she got pregnant. We got married. And so when I got injured, yeah. I dropped out. I, you know, I said I got to take care of the family. I, I just dropped out of school. I had a full ride, man. Now I'm paying for nothing. And my my end of my junior year, I dropped out. And I was just like, I was going to get in like different meaning, meaningless jobs, like you know, working at fast food places. And uh, I became the manager at Finish Line, so I thought I was doing big things. And I was like, man, this ain't enough money, yeah. bro. <laughs> this ain't enough money, man. I'm riding down the road yeah. trying to, you know, run out of gas. You know, all this type of stuff. I'm like, damn, this ain't the life. So I went back and finished. Yeah. I went back and finished school, but then I only find out that you know, like I said, I was a teacher. I was like, you know, I was all into that. And then when they laid me, when they were about to lay me off, I was like, fuck, man, I got change. And this is when my whole thing about change really began to begin to, to, to hit me. So I joined 
I went and tried to become an officer. But at that time, man, everybody was coming to the military. 2000, 2011, 2009, 2010. I mean, 2010, mm, 2011. Yeah. Everybody was coming in. I didn't even think about that. So yeah, when I, I, when I was going to recruiting office, they were like, an English degree? That ain't nothing, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was, I was, I were like, what are we going to do with that? It was competitive. What are we going to do with that? So I'm just like, damn, man. I wanted to go to the Air Force because they don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because my dad, my dad was playing, you know, <laughs> he playing ball all day. He'd come home. I'd be like, what you do? Yeah. You know, playing ball. So I tried to go there and they was like, nah, man, you know, too old, too this, too that. So it was like, we only got two things, man. We got the airplane community. I have something to do with airplanes and then the submarine community. Yeah, and this was all you trying to get in as an officer, right? This was mm-hmm. all you trying to get in as a as an officer, vice enlisted. Vice enlisted. So you went with the English degree, and, and they, they told look, you, man, they what, 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 what we gonna do with that? <laughs> they held it up. Yo, they held that up. Well, that's like, it was like, like he said he had a. They're like, <laughs> what is this? He said, what are we gonna do with that? <laughs> what, what is it? What? My dude said he went to a job with a U.S. map certificate, right? <laughs> it was like. <laughs> You telling me that don't mean nothing, man? Are you saying that don't mean that? Look, man, to all the young listeners, man, get your U.S. map because it, it might be different. This just his situation. This just, just his story. He said he said he showed it to the job, and they was like, "What's that?" Like, man, I was like, "What's bro. that?" And he was like, "That's what. That's my U.S. map. You know, United States." With it. They was like, "Yeah, you can just put that back. You got to take this test." Man. That's crazy, man. So, all right, so, so you, so then, so, I, and somewhere in the story, you make a decision to go, <clears throat> yeah, enlisted, right? You make yeah. a decision to go enlisted. I went enlisted, man. You know that, bro. That was the hardest time of my life, man. Cause I went from that's first time I like really had to start over. You know, my mm-hmm. wife was working, I was working. <clears throat> we was making good money because in Texas they pay teachers good, and I was special ed, so I got an extra money on top of that. And uh, when she when we left, they put us in Bangor, Washington, bro. I ain't never heard of this place. Ooh. And I been there, been there, bro. Four years, man. And when I left. I was on deployment. I was on deployment. My wife, they just dropped her off. She had to go figure out where, what, you know, kind of know where it was. So this was new for both of us. And um, man, the, the hardest part was, you know, I was making good money. She was working. But when I joined, she had to stop working. So we lost like making over, probably, I want to say like over 80K a year just out of our pockets. Like, you know, that's gone. So I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. man, like, I don't know. Like, we going on deployments and I can't do, I can't do nothing because I ain't got no money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, been there bro, too, bro. Like I'm like, damn. You had a young kid, right? Yeah, because you had a young, yeah. I had a, had a kid who had Crohn's disease, uh, who had who had a, who had a lot of stuff going on. But you gotta remember, this was humbling for me because at this time I'm 27, mm. so mm-hmm. I come in and I'm scrubbing toilets. Yeah, I, I just had a job, like you know what I'm saying, where I was felt like you know, I was doing my thing, but I come in and now somebody who's like 21, <laughs> hey, bro. Here you go. Yeah. 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 And I got I got to be like, all right, man, like damn, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. so it humbled me real fast to be honest, yeah. like, What was your rate? Me. I was an FT, fire control technician. Uh-huh. So, and you came in as an E1? E3. Yeah, 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 cuz that English the degree, the English degree that, paid that off, man. <laughs> the degree got you that E3. That degree got you. That English degree paid off, man. The degree got you that E3, man. Bro, I'm like, <laughs> Man, like all this work to get this goddamn paper, man. Like, but yeah. no, nah, <laughs> it was it was it was crazy, yeah, man. So I did I did that, and then I then I, be, I became a diver. So I went to dive school. And, okay. Um, 
and you you became a navy diver uh, like by rate that was your rate Uh uh-huh it was i was a scuba diver Mm mm-hmm so not sorry so i'm not like sorry so i'm like an actual under like yeah i was an actual diver i went to actually the same that same school that you know down in panama uh, down in uh uh Pennsylvania, no, panama city the carbage years yeah down there yeah i went down there yeah that, yeah the, the school from the movie that. yeah the school from the movie man. <laughs> so how so so go ahead how was that how was that experience bro man you know like it won't like the movie movie but it was because it won't no black people down there bro i'm telling you man like I want to say out mm-hmm. of like, probably out of like uh, five hundred people, you know, it was probably like three of us, two of us, and so Crazy. that was rough, man. I was down there, and I didn't have nobody to go with, so I'm sitting like usually when you go to school like that for us, they would go in pairs, or you know when you go because you got the EOD guys down there. Um, it's the same thing to seal guys take the same things like you know regular Navy divers, and they, you got all that that whole dive community. And so <clears throat> I remember just going down there, like I'm the only black dude, really. Um, and so I'm sitting in this the class and I'm like, damn, I don't know nobody. Nobody from my ship came uh, from a, from my sub came. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna get through this. And so like when we started doing all the, the water stuff, like I was cool with it because my dad, we grew up, my dad was just always in the water. We played like sharks minnows, he was always doing that type of stuff. But when they would start doing like treading water and all this type of stuff man i'm a big black dude i sink bro you know what i'm saying like yeah and yeah. so the first day when i get there i'm trying to i'm they, they tie your hands behind your back and your feet and you got to drown proof like you know for like i think it was 15 20 minutes you just got to sit there in the water like and float and come up to the top but i'm sinking all the way down to like mm. i think it was 15 feet and coming up for like 20 minutes and the first day they're trying to kick me out and the only reason i stayed is the the uh their master diver came out and said look he he's not gonna float man just leave him alone as long as you don't panic. Let him stand. <laughs> Let him stay, man. I was like, he thank God. Float. Yo, man. I, it was like five of them around me, man. I'm like, God, dude, don't you see I'm trying to float? I can't float. You know me. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I lift weights. I don't, and that's another reason I didn't think I was going to last. But, you know, I ended up going, man, ended up, ended up passing. And uh, it was an experience, man. It taught me to be like, the whole experience taught me to rely on myself, man. Like, you know, nobody else is going to do it for you. So you got to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, because... Cause it ain't that many, it ain't that many black people in that community. From what I've seen, it ain't that many black dudes in that community. You know, men or women. Yeah. So from from what I've seen, so even after you finish school, you still probably one of a few, right? No matter where you. No matter, no matter, man. You look at the dive community. It's not. There's not many, you know, at all, and it's mentally tough, man. We can do it. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not, we don't grow up in areas where it's presented enough, I think, for that to happen. You kind of get what I'm saying? And so I yeah. really, I, my dad was a dude that like, he taught me how to play like uh, table tennis. We would play dark, not these random sports, man. Like, you know, and so we would always be in a pool playing sharks and minnows, you know, 12 feet, you know, where you try to swim at the bottom, go across, but the person got to come down and tap mm-hmm. you and you know, hold you down so you can't breathe. So you got to go for air. So we play like stuff like that growing up. So dive school was was really fun for me but it was it was when you're mentally tough it's like you know uh you got to learn to do it on your own i think it just makes you grow man and so i I, yeah like there's nobody to like leave class and go to your dorm or your barracks yeah you can't complain complain about school with or study with or something like somebody that you relate to like y'all could talk yeah bro like that's That's what it was that's what was hard but you know what you know i went man this uh it was a senior chief 
on my boat, man. And when I was on subs, like you got to realize I'm 27. I got a family to feed. I'm trying to rank up to get money. So I had a, I got my, my dolphins fast, like so fast. It was, I got them so fast that they thought I was cheating. So that whole, like the, the master, uh, I remember our, our cob, the captain, all the people sat on my board cause they thought I was, they, I mean, they was drilling me, man. Cause they thought I was cheating. Mm-hmm. So I got my dolphins and then I went down. I used to smoke real bad, like smoke cigarettes when I first got into the uh, Navy. And um, the senior chief, we were out there smoking one day and we needed, we needed an extra diver. And uh, the captain asked me to go because they were doing something. They were, they were doing the PST and I just jumped in cause I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't really care. And they say you can't swim. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I, I'm going to show y'all up. So I swam. I passed it. I was the only one that passed it, right? Out of the whole boat. And so we were about to go, we was about to go on on, on deployment. And the captain was like, hey, we need a diver. And he was like, do you want to go? And I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't really want to go. I don't want to do that. I was out smoking. And the senior chief was like, he he was like, I you could you won't you won't be able to pass anyway. So don't even worry about it. I'm glad you said no. And he mm. really meant it. He ain't like me. He ain't like me. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. all right, man. I was like, all right, fuck this you. I put it down and I was like, all right. I told the captain that same day. I was like, all right, I'm, I'll go. And so I went and that's my, that was my motivation for not quitting and not going back. Like the, I they think, they, I think the attrition rates like over 40% per class. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you would wake yeah. up, you'd wake up and people would just be not there, not Gone. there, not there. Gone. So that was an experience. That's crazy, man. man Cause it's one of the things we kind of don't talk about that much is it's, it's people out there that just don't like you. Like, yeah. there's people out there that just, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, we don't talk weird. about that yeah, that much. Don't. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. it's, you you might not have a fair shot all the time. Yeah. You but, might have a leader, somebody in charge of you that don't like you. You know, you know what's crazy, man? It's about, it's to me, it's not about the people who don't like me. It's about the mm-hmm. people who smile in my face and don't like me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, those the yeah. ones, man, that get me. If you don't like me, it's cool because everybody ain't gonna like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. But the ones that's yeah. like, hey, what's up, man? Blah blah. blah. Then go right behind yeah. your back and, and talk shit about you, man. Them, those the ones that get to me, man. Uh, yeah, man. But <clears throat> you just can't be in that leadership position and be biased. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? You like know, that's we seeing it. We seeing a lot of it. Judges, uh, mm-hmm. cat, commanding officers. We seeing a lot of it now. And it's hard. You cannot be biased in the leadership position. That's true. That's true, man. And that's why I, I didn't really like. I think the Navy woke me up to a lot of that because you are you sleeping on the you sleeping on the ship with these people, and it all comes full yeah. circle. Like you know, when you had a job, you go home in civilian world, you get out, you go somewhere. But you know, like when when we uh when you sleep with somebody and then you know what I'm saying like every day you see that person like work it back. And then I, I started to realize like, dang man, you can't tell everybody everything. You know what mm. I'm saying? Dang, man. Like, you know, yeah. it, make, it make you grow, like, in, in a sense of, like, like you like you said, like, not everybody, there's people that will smile in your face, really, and then, you know, really stab you in the back, like, in the same, in the same breath, bro. I'd be like, golly, yeah. like, you know, y'all people really like that, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That was, that yeah. was crazy, man. I didn't, I didn't experience a lot of that till I got to the Navy. Because, like I said, when you go to home in the civilian world, like, we don't, I don't deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really see you. But on the ship, like yeah, like outside of yeah, yeah outside, outside of work, work we like, see yeah. each other at work. Not yeah, it. so I might tell you yeah. something, but like it ain't it ain't gonna come. You know, I might say something about you, but it ain't gonna come back to me. So yeah, yeah. hey, I got a question so, for you, Joe, so, uh, real quick, man. Kind of go back a little bit. You went to you went to college 
um, in the beginning. So me, man, when I was in high school, I, man, I was trying to get out of school, man. That's one of the biggest thing I joined the Navy, man. I was trying, I don't want to go to college. Really? I don't want to do nothing. I want to get this money, whatever the case may be. But how was that, man, in school, every day, full ride, dealing with school um, every day, like an everyday lifestyle? I was like, you know, how was that lifestyle? Yeah. Um, um, just doing that every day. It was to me. It was fun, man, because like uh, I don't like the school part. My mom was a teacher, so like I knew how to deal with that. Like the uh, what I didn't know how to deal with was kind of overwhelming for me, man. Is the 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 social life? See, because I grew up in a, like a, a real strict like Christian you know, home. And so when you get out to school, like I'm going to this mainly almost all white, you know, college with now I'm a black athlete there. You kind of get what I'm saying? And you know what I mean? I'm looking like, well, dang, well, you're about to be open (laughs) game around here. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, that was the part that I didn't like, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for, you know what I mean? And like, I wasn't prepared for like the different I saw different lifestyles, but I never got to live it because, you know, my parents were like, oh, you got to stay here. You got to do this. This this is a Christian way, blah, blah, blah. So that was the heart. That was the part for me. So waking up every day, you know, because we get up, have practice, you know, uh, go to school. School was easy. Like, it wasn't easy. I just knew the routine. And then, you know, we'll practice again and stuff like that. I just didn't know how to balance the 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 other stuff outside of that because it was, like, easy getting to school, like, writing stuff. I mean... I could write all day, do math work, or you find somebody to help you. You know, that's how yeah. that's how I got through. Um, yeah. But like getting up, like the weekends, <laughs> the weekends, man. You talk about like, oh, like dang, like I, I had never lived that life, so I went, I went crazy, man. I went like, I went buck wild, yeah, bro. Probably. I was out there wilding like crazy, and so I think that's what I didn't know how to balance that. I think that was the hard part for me was just like reeling it all in. Like Joe, you gotta have like work life balance. You know what I mean? It's like you just can't go out there and you know play hard all the time, and so. I think it caught up with me after a while. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of people. I mean, and that, and I was talking to my wife about it because she was talking to me about my early years in the Navy, mm-hmm. like from like 20 to whatever, 20 to like 24, 25. I'm like, I don't, it's probably not that much different than college when you out of work. You know, I mean, well, when you out of class, yeah. like being out of work, you know, in the Navy, off deployment, yeah. even on deployments. I got videos from on deployments. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, stuff you know just fun we was having yeah but um when, when you give young people that freedom you know they gonna live yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, gonna you know what i mean no doubt man I, yeah I, I think i'm listening uh i think the when i think the difference is now is like i try to do more with my kids and give them more freedom now and mm-hmm. also equip them with like more things to teach them like all right you know this is what i when i know i'm going overboard i just think that like as a growing up when I was a kid, you know, my parents didn't allow me the freedom to trip up and mess up. So I didn't know how to make decisions growing right. up. I didn't, I wasn't a good decision maker at all. You know? And I think that's a lot of times when we see a lot of the, you know, y'all in leadership, when you see a lot of people, they just don't know how to make decisions. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. a lot of the time growing up where we're put in situations where we have to learn to make decisions and then we're set, come back and sit down back at the table and be like, look, man, this is, what was your thought process? what were you yeah. thinking like what was going on like you know what i'm saying and that's why i'm big heavy on now with like i you know started with these young boys is decision making man yeah you know like a lot of times it's like you got to teach these teach them how to make decisions i didn't know how to make decisions yeah. so when i was confronted with stuff like 
I didn't, they was like, you didn't understand, you didn't, you didn't know that? And I'm like, no, I didn't know. Like, you know, yeah. I really am, you know, but I think a lot of people expect you to know what's in their head. Like, you know, my, my parents are growing up, like, why, why didn't you think about that? Think about what? I ain't telling me what to think about. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and I'm getting hit. Like, golly, like, why you hit me? Like, no. you know, but I just didn't understand. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I think it's a lot. Like you were saying, uh, in college, uh, when I was in college, I was not a good decision maker. I was good at work mm-hmm. routine. I was good routine. I knew how to get up and make my bed and, you know, go to school and, you know, do that. That's what felt right. But when it came to making decisions about life, about what really matters, I didn't know how to do it. Yeah, hey that's man, that's big right there, man. That that's big because I think that's that what that's that goes on with the with a lot of the younger generations um, now. And I say younger generations like my kids. What I what I mean is mm-hmm. like they decision making is 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 kind of. I be like, you can think of that. You needed me to 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 tell yeah. you <laughs> that, you know. And 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 sometimes <laughs> I, but then it now. Is. You, you, what you bring up is just so important, man, because that's what I think about. I think about I'm so structured here at home. I make all the decisions when it comes to them. And maybe I'm holding mm-hmm. them back when it comes. That's probably why yeah. they can't make the decision. And I think they about that stuff make, all the time. They, no. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think that's so true, man. You have to like, you have like, as parents were taught to like, take our kids and be like, you know, uh, do this and go here and do this. Like, man, like, I just, when I saw that, I didn't know how to think on my own because everybody was thinking for me. Then you put me in a situation when I have to think, like, you never taught me how to think. You never taught me. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know what it feel like. Yeah, I don't know what it feel like. So, and I, and I have this, I have this saying that like, if you don't learn yourself and learn the decisions, how to decision make at a young age, it comes at a high price the older you get. Cause the stakes are a lot higher at that age. You yes. kind of get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So when I'm yeah. like, I'm like, when I started my business, man, I, I was, I was making mistakes left and right, all because of simple decision making that I didn't know about. I didn't know, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm losing, yeah. I'm losing, like forty thousand here, ten thousand. I'm talking about big money, bro. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of being stuck in the situation I'm at. So I have to go learn how to make these things. I got to fall. I got to mess up. I think yeah. got to happen. And at some point, I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather do this now than regret it when I'm like on my deathbed. So yeah. I take my kids now and I make them make decisions. Like the other day, my son got in trouble. And I said he, he was coming to a, uh, I, I can't remember what he did, but I told hey, in this situation, he got in trouble because of some situation. I said, in this situation, I want you to tell me. Write down five reasons why or how you can get out of the situation or to prevent this situation from happening, just to give you other Seven, options. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Write down five. He couldn't even come up with two. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, but I, it was a thing I had to learn. Like, man, I got to, like, it's Joe, like, he's a reflection of your, your environment. Like, what are you doing yeah. in your environment? So I realized I had to sit down and make this do And he don't, and that's why I was like, he don't read. He don't do, you know, none of that stuff that enlightens him. He don't want to, that's going to give you vocabulary and words and things like, he don't want to sit down and do it. So I, he, we, this yeah. was literally last night. I said, give me five reasons. We sat down here for like two, three hours. Him trying to think because he can't think outside the box. He can't be, he yeah. can't think, man. So I'm just like, it's, it was crazy, man. 
Yeah. And then a lot, a lot of that ownership, you know, it comes with age, man. You know, mm. when we hit like a certain age, because I, t- I, I, be, I talk to some, like a lot of junior sellers, and sometimes I get like so surprised when they do something that like I, I feel like they should know like mm. ways to do it better. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, yo, like you ain't, you know, and they like, <laughs> nah, you know, I was wrong. Or, this happened to me. Or, I can't help but mm. do this. I'm like, yo, it's a lot of, and then I'm thinking like, is it, is it, like with my age, when I was 20, did I like think everything was like somebody else's yeah. fault? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I think some of it, you know, got, but it's funny, you did bring up, uh, you did bring up like uh, falling when you're young, right? Yeah. And I think about that like literally, like literally, right? Like if you fell, if you fell when, like when I was like 11, 12, <laughs> and I fell, I might have like scraped my knee up, yeah. you know, had a little scab that I could pick on and whatever, mm-hmm. but I was good to go. Yeah. Yo, at this age now, like <laughs> if you fall now, yeah. if you fall now, that's a lifelong injury, yeah. bro. You ain't lying. You deal with that <laughs> shit. That's why I'm playing them in the real sports. They be like, they be like, y'all coming to play? I'm like, nah, bro. Nah, mm-hmm. I ain't going right. Nah, I can't. Like, you gotta be. Ca- Look, I got this. I got a lifelong injury. My knee is injured forever, and I don't even know how it happened. You know, like, it's just injured, bro. Like, think about when we was young, man. It like, dude, we used like, to you like could do it. You could bounce back. Yo, when I was young, I used to go to the woods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just out yeah. of just the blue. Like, yo, I go to the woods. Let's climb a tree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at this age now, I'm not stepping into the woods. Know. If I do, I need boots. I need a jacket. <laughs> I need, like, protective yeah. gear, flashlights, <laughs> I'm uh, extra it. food. For water. real, <laughs> man. For real. <laughs> Elbow pads, knee pads. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I, I think that safety and yeah. that protection, I think that state of mind, man, I think it come with age and you know... You ever see kids at the zoo by the lion's cage mm-hmm. and like how like happy they look? Yeah, the in the face of danger, like- kind of got them gripped up. <laughs> like yo, this say you know because they don't even know the danger. They watching Madagascar or whatever cartoon yeah. they watching to think this lion about to sing and dance. Yeah, right? like, but um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But let's get back to uh, so let's get back to so at this point now you are a diver, right? You're a diver. Yeah. Um. I was a and I'm listening. I was, it was a dual rate, so I was a diver and an FT. So I got to dive. Okay, I, so you yeah, I got to like lock out with the seals. So when they would go out and do the mission, we would do help get them ready. I was diving underwater for like to clean our pit swords. I would do a bunch of diving. Uh, oh, that's for the, us as well. the submarines right there on the submarine side. They mm-hmm. did together like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So so how long how long had you been in by that time? Uh, two two and a half years. Two years. Okay, so so like so two years. So you are almost thirty, like twenty nine. Yeah, I'm like yeah, that was rough, man. You're talking about aching, trying to get up. Yeah, that was rough. So yeah, but I mean, the beauty is you didn't have to learn some of those lessons that we talked about for some of the others. You know, younger people, Mm-mm. you already had some maturity yeah. and you learned some of those lessons in college. Yeah, yeah, that learned. I learned a lot right. of those lessons in college. I just had more. I had more to work for. Having a yeah. wife and having having kids at home, I couldn't I couldn't be the failure. I couldn't go home and failure. Yeah. Nothing I could do could be a failure. So that helped me to wake up every day and be like, "Look, man, this got to happen. No matter how much it sucks, I got to get it done." You know what I mean? It's, it's going to yeah. happen that way. So, uh, but I did learn those lessons. And then by that time, I did four years. When four years was done, I was ready to. Uh, I was thinking about the money, man. I'm like, man. I need to put in, you know, put in this officer package. People talking about because the only way to get off submarines was really to put in the package or get out. 
you know, and they were they were hiring swoles at the time, and I'm like, man, that can't be that bad. Shoot, I'm gonna make more money. And so I put a paper, I put the paper in, um, and I ended up getting picked up. Like, so I didn't even go to shore duty. I was finishing up my fourth year, about to go to shore duty, mm-hmm. and they picked me up. So I went. This is my first shore duty. I think I did nine, eight or nine straight at sea, and then once I once I put in my paperwork and I went to go into uh, I went to OCS. I went straight back to the ship. Yeah. So so before this, so so uh, back to before this, real quick. Uh-huh. Did you have a mentor? Did you have a mentor? No, nah, man. I had I didn't have a mentor at all. I didn't have like. I had a guy who took me under his wing, like he was a lieutenant at the time, and he's out now. He owns this. Uh, he owns his own company. He has a uh, fat and weird cookie. He had the clothing company. If you see my social media, you always see me like rocking his gear and stuff. But at the time, I saw the way he thought. Like he was a. Uh, he took me under his wing because he saw that like I worked out barely anybody on set worked out. He liked my work ethic. And so he was like, yo, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, anything you need, you know, he was he was hooking me up, man. Like we go out on deployments and I didn't really have to, you know, pay for nothing. I know it was like at the point of like, OK, Friday, but whatever. But he would just help me out because he knew he saw I was older. <laughs> man. He was like, I'll be sitting on the, on the on the sub like, fuck, I can't go nowhere, man, because I, I take this money out the bank. They ain't got no gas money. They ain't got no food. You kind of get what I'm saying? We still had a house in Texas that we that we were trying to offload, but we couldn't get rid of rid of. Uh, rid of. It was a lot going on. So he would just help me out, man. He would take me, you know, take me in, uh, to places. Uh, we go out, we chill, stuff like that. But he would always, you like, you know what I'm saying? He always would tell me, look, man, I, I like your work ethic. You always just find a way to figure it out. He's like, you know, just figure it out. So when I was about to put in my officer package, he got me in touch with the commander, uh, the commodore of the, of the base. And so he he felt, he had just got off the boards of, of writing, of, uh, and, I was like picking people for, you know, to go to OCS, all this other type of stuff. So mm-hmm. he knew a lot of people back in Millington. So he put like number one, blah, 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 this type of stuff. And I put the paper in. He was like, he was like, you'll get it. And I was like, all right. All right. And so I ended up getting picked up at that time because I didn't have nobody to help me really at that point. And the Navy was new, man. I'm like, this is the Navy, man. It's some weird stuff, bro. I'm like, this ain't, yeah, this ain't yeah. normal life. <laughs> like yeah. this ain't like yeah this stuff is not normal you know i go from freedom to being on the sub for four months at a time like you know under the water like what like that's, that's going to crazy. like going to prison man i'm like yeah i'm like doing my, doing my bed yeah. bro like dang man i don't get to email my wife that's that we have been married for six years at the time so that's all cut off i don't talk i ain't talking to yeah. her i ain't talking to you know i'm like man i this is like crazy. this is weird man this is weird bro like i can't i was like i don't know how i'm dealing with this right now and so were, 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 were y'all hot racking? I know people yeah. always wonder like did, did we, that you was when, hot racking. When sometimes when the uh when the divers would come, we'd have a hot rack. Yeah, we'd hot rack, man. Yeah. You would work twelve 18, and twelve or something? Twelve and twelve, twelve on twelve working, some shit like that. Eighteen, six it was eighteen hour days. So it was six, six and six. Six hours working, six hours off watch, six hours in the rack. Was three of y'all to the rack? Three of y'all to a rack? It could be it could be three or two. Depends. But when I was yeah. but when the divers went on, we didn't have to. But you know, you get yeah. somebody who don't. You get somebody who stink, man. Like you know, what I'm saying, you be like, God damn, bro, come on, yeah, man. You gotta have that conversation, man. You gotta have that conversation, bro. Yeah, so I was like, man. man, like you gotta take your socks off, bro. Like, yeah, for real, <laughs> bro. Like, that was crazy, man. 
It's going to be some fun. It's funny because you talked about being broke on deployment, man. I, on my first deployment, I was broke. I was, uh, but but mine wasn't like yours. You know, you had responsibilities. You had oh. things that you had going on that mattered. And like me, man, I wanted the PlayStation and the TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, they got that place down the road that they say don't go to. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it ain't rental center. It's worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they go for people like, so just like, like you. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, they like, and they like, yo, don't go, don't go. They like, you could get yourself a PlayStation, probably. You could get yourself oh, a TV, bro. but don't go. I'm like, oh, you could get it. Let me go Let me check go. them out. I ain't got no credit, <laughs> yeah. right? So, so I go to the spot. Oh man! And I grab, you know, I grab the PlayStation, I grab the TV. Mm-hmm. But the thing was that you only could go in to make payments, and that's such an inconvenience. What? I'm like, oh, you can only, yeah. It was like a way to switch to uh, di- like direct uh. It's a way to switch to them for the, for the allotments, but it was like hard to That's do. Weird, bro. So you had to go in to do that. You had to go in to set that up, right? And I'm like, yo, I, it was too far. Only needed that place for one trip, and that was to get the PlayStation and get the TV. <laughs> no other trips. Where right? is this at? So, first of all, hold on. Where, where, where are you at, yo? <laughs> this Norfolk, this Virginia. Oh, like, sound right. You know, they got like right that yeah, whole strip right. is somebody trying to get mm-hmm. you on that whole strip. So I wound up. I, I got the stuff, but we wound up going on deployment and I hadn't, I thought I, I think I thought I set up the payment, but I didn't. Right. So I get this letter and they like, yeah, you know, you haven't been now, you know, the, yeah. uh, the AP, the percentage is crazy. Yeah. Like crazy. Like it's the interest is like sick. Right. So they're like, yeah, you haven't paid off, uh, your, for your, you know, your PlayStation and your TV. So we just going to start taking your money. You know what I mean? So like, so they just start taking the checks. So I wasn't really even getting checks, man. And I know like some of my friends, some of my friends probably was like, yo, why this dude never want to go on Liberty? You know what I mean? Because like you was just talking about it, right? He's like, yeah, I'm cool. I ain't gonna go. But that's how I used to be like, yo, Dom, you coming? Like, nah, man, I'm chilling. I'm just chilling on the shit. Probably read a book. Like, why this dude want to read a book? (laughs) Like, like little do y'all know, these dudes is taking my my whole check, bro. And I'm only getting like six. You know, this is back in the day. We making like six, seven hundred every two weeks. And I know that, like, I know that had to be crazy for you with a wife and a kid Mm -hmm. going from making whatever you was making as a teacher, whatever salary that was that you was making, to making whatever (laughs) that you was making. I couldn't believe it, man. I I think, I, I think in teachers, I was making in Texas. I was making about 65 and my wife was pulling in like another, I don't know, 30, 20, you know what I'm saying? So we were making clothes. We were making, we were living good, man. Yeah. And then you and get- Cost the, of living. Cost of living that. was cheap. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm living good, bro. And then like my wife, like, you know, we get that first check. I say, well, God dang, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Shit. Like, I'm about to go work yeah. on the corner somewhere. Like, I got to tell you about my broke broke deployment stories, man. So so my first deployment, I broke too, right? (laughs) (laughs) But check this out, man. My my story was a little crazy though, man, because I had got, time I came out of boot camp, man, so I was undesignated, right? So I went straight to the ship, right? I did like two weeks, little whatever they had in Great Lakes, they sent me straight to the ship. So time I graduated boot camp, Found this kind of way, man. Figured it out. I didn't got married to my high school girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, you know how you get them, them moments, man. You don't want to leave nobody behind, type mm-hmm. moments, you know, and blah blah blah. So we end up getting married. Boom. I go to the ship. 
time I get to the ship, I got to the ship in like August, like October time frame, we go on deployment. Right. So I'm going out on, on going mm-hmm. out there on deployment. And man, this this girl, she got access to all my shit, man. Mm. Like everything, man. Right. So we get out there, man. And um, I'm like, we ain't even pull in in the beginning. We were, but we gonna we on a deployment where we pulling in. We going to like thirteen to fifteen ports, right? Oh, so it's the real yeah. it's the real deal back then. This was like yeah. ninety nine. You know what I mean? So, so we up we up there freaking um pulling in these places and stuff, man. And every time we pull in or we get that what they call a desert duck with the the the, the mail come in, I'm getting bad checks. Right, you know, you you get those statements. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys know anything about the, getting the statements from the, the mail yeah, thing. Yeah, when you so at the, every yeah. time we pull in, do I am getting like six, seven of these things? Right, mm. meaning my account is done, and she going over, over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Over with these checks. Damn. So now I'm getting bad checks. So now I'm getting money added to what I already yeah. don't have. So one day, man, like I'm getting them and I'm I'm not going anywhere either, man. I'm telling the same little stories you got to. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm chilling this. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm talking about man, we hit some Ooh. good spots too, man. <laughs> I'm chilling. I yeah. you know, I'm chilling, man. I ain't going nowhere, yeah, man. Blah, blah, shit, right? man. So one day, man, we 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 it's like three months in deployment. And my freaking chief, and I had this chief dude, he was like, he kind of like one of those guys that kind of like ran the ship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wasn't the guy, yeah. but he was one of those guys that everybody respected, everybody, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess, man, the whoever was a postal clerk finally gave him to him, man. So mm. he comes into the he comes into the little, and I was on frigate. So everybody know. You know what I mean? Don't nobody <laughs> don't know what's going on. It's on small ship. Yep. This dude come into yeah. the general workshop and he kicks everybody out out of general workshop. Right. And he come to do, he had like six of them in his hand. Dang. He said, "I know what the fuck this is." You know what I mean? He told yeah, me like that. Yeah. I know what this is. He said, "Time we pull in to Bahrain, mm. you go and change your freaking bank, change your um your what what they call it, your direct deposit." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he took me in there, man. Changed my direct deposit, and I was good to go for the last <laughs> the last three months, man. <laughs> God, you you know, missed man, man, all them good. ports. Yeah, dude, every time we pull in, dude, I was getting killed, man. Killed, dude. You know? (laughs) The funniest part... The funniest part of the story is that he knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came in. He knew what it was, and then it wasn't yeah. him because you know the thing about it is it had to be the postal clerk knew who it was too yeah. because he gave yeah. it to you know me and my because ain't nobody come to me like like say mm. ain't nobody come to me and was like, hey man, you know we we got this message from people saying your account like this. No, mm-hmm. yeah, they came in with those little slips, man. He knew what those little slips was, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. That was hey. I tell you what. To this day, I know this guy, man. This chief. To this day, man, he yeah. he like hit me up out of the blue or whatever, asked me how I'm doing. Like that was really back in the day where you know you can be able to take care of motherfuckers, man. He took me over. So he took time out his day. Mm-hmm. Time we pulled in the ship. I'm talking about, man. He left the ship with me while people were still working. Yeah. Time we pulled yeah. in, he was like, "Hey, let's go!" Boom. So me and him was off the ship together. And I'm telling you, man, like when I say this, man, like. These motherfuckers in the chief, man. You know all of them knew it too, man. Then after that, yeah. everybody started saying, "You all right? You remember what the fuck you was in here, my mama?" <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. good." So you know, he yeah. went there and told that whole story in the chief. Yeah, that was good. Hey, man. 
That's true the, leadership. The man. best thing about yeah. being broke, the best thing about being broke on deployment though, is that you could get your quads, yeah. man. Like, like that's you why quads so fast, like, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you can claw. I called up. I said, hey, man, think about why claws was so fast. <laughs> I was like, e. I was E2, but I was <laughs> qualified. E swaps, man. You're right, man. Yeah, claws game. That's how you man. You want to you mm-hmm. get your claws? Let them take like six of your checks away. You man. got you nothing like money. Yo, exactly. Yo. That's what's so fast. <laughs> so, how, how was OCS? It was cake to me, man. Like I have been through a lot already. So when, like, when people go into OCS, I be they be crying and shit. I be like, man, what the hell you crying for, man? It's not even real life. Just like <laughs> we playing, we playing games right now, man. Like you crying over games, like you know. So they be in there. I'd be like, I was cool. OCS was, it was a breeze. It was a breeze to me because I had been to dive school already. I had been, I had been to you know, uh, boot camp already. So going through there, I kind of knew that what the Navy was already going to be like, and then you know. I've been through life already, so I was like, you know, damn, scam, sun coming up. Um, so I was, I was chilling, man. But um, it was what three months? I think three months of just getting yelled at for being sleepy, you know. Um, but I think at that time, I, it was easy for me because I think at that time I was able to like take myself out of the situation and see for for, for what it really was, you know. Yeah. I think. A lot of yeah. people can't do that. So you see you see them being like, start cracking under pressure. Like, man, like, you can't, bro, this is not really it, man. Like, learn the lesson. Like, you're not going to, like, life can be hard, bro. Life can be hard. Don't get married with no kids, man. You crying over this? Yeah, man, don't, like, you yeah. know. Hey, did they, did they like, use you? Did they use, because you had been in for a while, did, did, did they try to use you to help the, help people out? Not really? Yeah, yeah they, they did. They, they did that when I was in boot camp and, and, and at and those years. Because yeah. it's, it's, stuff didn't phase me at that point. You know what I mean? Like, and I said, I done lost all the money in the world. I done went from the top to the bottom. I was scrubbing toilets. You know what I'm saying? I like, it just didn't like, at this point, it was just like, you know, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, and so, um, so they were like, you know, hey, we kind of need you to care. And I was like, okay, I, was like, I, I, I can do that. Yeah. You know, I can do that. Because um, at this point in my mind, I'm just thinking like in OCS, I'm like, man, you know what? I'm just, I my my mission is to do this and i don't want like you know what i'm saying i don't care about nothing else i got family at home i need to make money and i'm just going to get through this like no emotions you're not going to phase me so um but they they would put me aside and be like hey i need you to like care so we can teach these other guys so i was like all right i can do that and yeah. so yeah um that's what we that's that's how i kind of got through that stuff so yeah it was a it's a class it was a classroom aspect to it, it as was, well right yeah it was so, a classroom it was a lot of classroom. It was just, man, you know what they would do? They would just try to make you tired and make you try to reach un, uh, how to say, unrealistic goals and measures. So beat you down. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need you. You know, the same thing. I need you to be at this class at this time, ready to go, but you only got two and a half minutes. Boom, what you going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, well, sh- man, I, that's me all the time. I, you know what I'm saying? Look, man, I wake up at. 10 o'clock and we gotta be there at 10 05. I'm good. Look, <laughs> you know. So like, so you know, it was it was like that part, that part was easy for me. And it was just like, I don't know, you know, I, I guess it kind of prepared me for to be a swell. But I mean, I I mean, I don't I don't I don't really know, man. Going through that course didn't really teach you like leadership. You kind of get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Leadership is I, I, man, I don't even know. I don't know if it's experience or if it's grown or how to really put it, man. You got to be, you got to be self-aware as a leader. And I just think that we aren't like, we have to be 
better pick is like who can be a leader. I don't think uh, you can go through a, a class and just to become a leader. You kind of get what I'm saying? And I think was they training? Not, was they in OCS? Yeah. Do they train for that? Do they like have classes on like leadership classes? They they do have some. You know what I mean? But uh, they they there there's parts of it that deal with leadership. But I think that I mean because when you're in that position and y'all know because you're in the leadership position, that's why I love the. I think I think that if I would have stayed as enlisted as the chief, I would have stayed in. You have such more mm-hmm. of a role of an impact to be a leader as a chief. You kind of get what I'm saying. Like you have, yeah. it's like you get to you get to influence. Like when you get an officer where they cut it, you you're cut off because of you know fraternization, like your things like that. Like it's like your leadership role can only go so far. Like when that chief took you off the boat, like you know what I mean. Like now I would question myself to take a sailor off the boat to go get something done. You know what I mean because yeah. of what mm-hmm. the repercussions that could happen over that. I can't be a leader in that way so there's ways like you know there's different ways you got to be a leader as an officer and there's different ways that you know you have to touch a you know influence a sailor in 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 totally different ways than i can as a chief and i like the way the chief role is because it's in your face i'm seeing we can do this type of thing now as mine it's just a different way of teaching leadership from a guided box i have to play my role you kind of get what i'm saying and they don't teach yeah like like yeah and so when i when i when i when you get a lot of these officers that come in especially young officers they take that guided box and they take it as a well i'm the only way that they can influence is because i have power now you kind of get what i'm saying so that's why you see a lot of these guys come in and like i got power like you need to listen to what i say because we can't be an influence like the chief can so they come in not knowing how to bridge that gap between them and the sailor because they don't have no, they don't have no experience. So the only thing they know is I got power. Listen to me. And then you get these mm-hmm. arrogant people that come in. You're like, damn man, like shut up, sit down. You don't, you don't understand the role of the, how they're supposed to play out. You know what I mean? And I remember I almost got, I almost got, uh, I did, I got in trouble for, for cussing his damn like he was a lieutenant and I was an incident at the time. Uh, no, he was lieutenant JJ was an incident or he was about to put an old lieutenant or something like that. Anyways, like for him to the way he was talking to sailors, and I'm like. Yeah, you just can't just because you are we human. Everybody's human, bro. Like just I said, just because you are too stupid to understand how to connect with somebody doesn't mean that you just bark. I say you're acting barbaric now. You're acting like a fucking like a like a like a a, a dog or a, a wild animal in the woods that the only thing he knows how to do is that like kill somebody. Like you're human. We're human. Yeah. Like learn to fucking like to go in and 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 talk to somebody like to connect. Just don't 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 use power. And that's why I can't like it's it's hard for me to be in a in in a position where I see it all the time. And you kind of gotta like, uh, you know, go with it. And then they I'm not even gonna go there. But anyways, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like learning to be a leader in a different realm. And it's and but for me it was easier because you gotta realize like I came from that area, you know, I was enlisted. And then secondly, I'm a minority, man. I know what it feels mm-hmm. like. I know what it's yeah. like. You know what I mean? I, I can like, I, I can look at you and be like, look, man, I feel your pain. You can look at each other and be like, damn, bro, you kind of know what I'm, you know what I mean? And and then, yeah. so it was easier for me to do that because I had been through it all. And I think leadership sometimes comes from experience. That's why I think there's so many, you know, like a lot of good chiefs come and, you know, they, they, they take that experience, they remember that experience and they take those lessons learned and they pass them down. And I can't do that as an officer sometimes because at that point I'm spending too much time. 
I got to get a class setting. You kind of get what I'm saying? It's like leadership in a different role. Yeah, man. yeah. It's look, it's crazy when you give somebody like false power. Mm-hmm. Like they the ones that I see abuse it the mm-hmm. most. Like the people that mm-hmm. don't really have. Like I, man, I see admirals mm-hmm. and everything. Super down to earth, yeah. understanding, a sit down, listen, talk to you. You know, it's like, damn, that's an admiral, man. Mm-hmm. When you get this one crazy incident on a ship. <laughs> Or whatever, just going around yeah, on a rampage. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm an officer, so I'm ranked high. It's like, yo, dude, like, you, you ain't even really been in the Navy yet for like a year, man. Yeah. Listen, like you said, listen, learn, grow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I think the same on the side of the chiefs as well. Like, that relationship between the chiefs and the officers, it don't work unless both of y'all mm-hmm. humble. Mm-hmm. And both of y'all understand. Like, I understand that an officer is by rank you know, yeah. higher rank than me. Yeah. I understand that. Like an ensign mm-hmm. is higher rank than me. But this ensign got to understand that I've been in the Navy yes. a little bit longer and I got yeah. different yeah. experiences or whatever. But when we when we get like the perfect symmetry and we both understand that powerful about each man. other, it's a powerful team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I can respect, because a chief, I don't think a chief should be disrespecting a divo. Yeah. For instance, like in front of the division. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much I, respect for me is like I'm not gonna disrespect you privately. You yeah. know what I mean? Like me and you, <laughs> yeah. If we go talk, we gonna yeah. talk. You know what I mean? And you know we'll have a conversation. It's mm-hmm. gonna be out of respect. Yeah. You know, and I think it should go. You know, the same. But when we get it to where your chief is grilling you in front of your guys, or the divo grilling mm-hmm. the chief in front of the guys, or the divo grilling the guys in front of mm-hmm. the chief, and chief not involved in it, or in yeah. any way, like any of that thing happened, I think is 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 bad, you know. So, like you said, like you have you being a junior officer having to pull up officer with a little bit more rank than you, and it's like, yo, this is getting barbaric. It's just crazy when we give people, and you see mm-hmm. it a lot in the military when you give people a little bit of power mm-hmm. and they abuse that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, so I got a story about this man. Like I was a chief, man. I was kind of like a a, a newer a newer chief and we and I had this divo man and he used to be kind of like you know arrogant and and and, and talk and, and say this stuff and I used to always I used to always had this grin on my face because I used to he's talk all the time I said man somebody gonna somebody gonna get in this dude ass man like real soon man like I'm thinking like that so yeah one day man we we we, we talking and we had to go talk to the captain about some stuff so I said he's I said okay sir you know you uh you are ensign first off you had a disadvantage already you know what I mean? You go in here and talk to the CO. So you got to be on point. I'm telling him right now, yeah. what you finna tell him about these, these jobs, you need to be on point and you can know <laughs> everything about it, right? Before you get in there, I got yeah. this chief. I got it. I got it. Blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> I said, all right. So we go up in here and look, man, he got probably two, three words out of his mouth and he just got ate up and spit out. Boom. Right? But let me tell you the teaching point oh, of all man. of this thing, man. This whole teaching point. And I think the captain did it because Car- I think the captain knew he was arrogant like this. I don't think the captain mm-hmm. wanted to hear yeah. nothing he had to say. The dude probably was good to go. The captain didn't want to hear it at all. So at the end of the thing, before he told him to get the fuck out, he told him, you got a chief, use him. And then he told him to get the fuck out. Mm. Right? Mm. From that time on, man, me and this dude was like, dude, we was, we was, we was good to go. After that moment. But these are some of the same things that I was trying to tell Mm -hmm. him. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make sure you prepare, you this, you that. Same thing. He wasn't hearing me at all, Mm -hmm. man. But it wasn't like he didn't respect me. He wasn't listening. 
he will listen and listen, mm-hmm. but then he'll go out and do his own thing. His own right? thing. All the time. Yeah. That's, that's so, man, I, the captain humbled him, man. About, but I never talked to the captain about that. But I think the captain humbled him because he used to walk around arrogant like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the only reason he did it. He did that to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine it being hard for a I'm not talking about your case, but I'm talking about, you know, another case. I can imagine it being hard for a junior officer, like when they first, first come and, mm-hmm. you know, they learning everything and then they learning that kind of like cling to achieve and learn from that person. And then they might see like a mistake, like yeah. chief made a mistake, you know, chief. And you probably could speak to this more, Joe, but like, you know, chief, you know, they working with their chief. They think they chief good. And then chief, you know, fucked up. He had a moment, you know, like. We all do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, damn, Chief ain't as sharp as I thought he was. And I could see the Chief going down. And, and, and when we had, you know, because we had my one of my devos on here before, uh, Lieutenant J.G. Davis. Mm-hmm. And I told him about, uh, um, we talked about that moment that we had and we shared it. You know, and me as a Chief, I understood what was happening in that moment. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, like, I got to fight against mm-hmm. this. You know, and yeah. I, I mean, that's at least was, you know, my thought. But I could see that as me. Be, and if I was a young, you know, Divo, yeah. my chief, and I'm, you know, I, I put all my kind of eggs in this guy <laughs> basket or, or, or this woman's basket. And then, like, she fuck up. Yeah. Or he, or he mess up. Then I'm like, yo, this dude ain't as sharp <laughs> as I thought. So yeah. let me start looking at this now. Yeah. Let me start paying more attention to this now. Mm-hmm. And I could see that. I don't know if you could speak to that, but I've, I feel like that happens. It does. But you got you got to realize, like, every, like going into any situation where you're not understanding that everybody's human is is yeah. is is the worst thing you can ever do because then at that point you're not preparing for everything and so yep. I, I read this uh book and it and it talked about you know if you get a chance to go 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 be by somebody who you like you really admire go go you know go find them go walk around them go you know be about their life and watch how many times they mess up watch mm-hmm. like you know what i mean because even the best of the best gonna fuck up and i think the yeah. military doesn't do well with sometimes in that in that area of with failure they don't teach you how to do and what to do with with that with that type of with failure right and so when i see my divo or when i saw my my uh chief would mess up I'd be like, look, man, like, all right, let's, let's, let's do lessons learned. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like easy, easy, like lessons learned. Like, but for us as a team, you know what I mean? And I, and I always try to say, look, I know we messed up or whatever. And I would say we, because it's not just, it's a single point of failure, you know? Um, Because I wasn't looking at that as well. When I, when I, it's ownership. When I, as a leader, like when I take my eyes off stuff too, as a chief, like, you know what I'm saying? That's something that I wasn't aware of. So that makes me, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so it makes me grow. Yeah. So it's not like, it wouldn't be just your fault. You kind of get what I'm saying? It's never, no. it's never a single point of failure. It's not. And, Ever. and I think when we as leaders begin to do that, that's when we fail as leaders. I think leadership, honestly, is the ability to relate with people and use resources. That's all I know. That To me, that's what the, as a, as a, as a Naval officer has taught me how to build relationships that I can't build right there and then and there because I'm not forced. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I, I'm in a box. I got to build you. I got to build a relationship with you with inside these walls. In order to do that, I have to use other resources as well. 
So it's taught me mm-hmm. to it's taught me to build resources and it's taught me to build like like relationships in different ways. And so when I learned to do that, like when a single point of failure would happen, it would, it'd be easy for me to go to another resource to get this thing fixed. You kind of get what I'm saying. It'd be easy for me to do this. And then that way it wouldn't the chief didn't feel a certain way. And like he was coming down because I, I i've seen that where like the like you said like the chief would just feel like man like fuck like you know and then that person's in that person's eyesight you're going down I, it's, to me that's just too much man that's too much pressure that's too yeah. much you know and i think that pressure in the navy man i think that's what kills a lot a lot of the progress because as soon as you mess up man it's like god boom you know what i'm saying and i know hammer, i know yeah, i hammer. know sometimes that that has to be because of the situations and things that we're in. But come on, there's got to be like, we got to like, it's got to be a training process on how to deal with these, the way that we handle a lot of stuff. Because yeah. as soon as that happens, we're human, man. As soon as that happens and you hammer somebody, guess when they go to push that button again, they second guessing. There's no confidence built in that. There's no yeah, confidence. Now they just ner- they, yeah, now like, they just nervous. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that reaction is, we're, we're a product of our environments. And when you do that and you begin to, we're naturally, we're going to, going to go that way. I've seen great sailors, man, great people be demolished and diminished and their whole every self-confidence, belief in who they are diminished because of one reaction by somebody who had a little power over them. You kind of get what I'm saying. And I think, like you said, that abuse of power sometimes can kill somebody's life kill somebody's future yeah 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 because the so, one we we like we we had a seller who popped like popped on mm-hmm. on, on a yarn analysis or whatever um and i've seen it so much like the navy kind of just kind of out, out, outs this person mm-hmm. or, or not the navy let me not say the navy yeah. but the person chain of command kind of outs you know this person and i remember mm-hmm. talking to them and he's like hey you know, chief, like, why are you still talking to me like mm-hmm. normal? Like everybody yeah. else don't talk to me like this. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, dude. And I, this is what I told yeah. him. Like, and it might sound super weird and no. random, but I'm like, yo, I'm a I'm a Beatles fan. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if you I'm like, yo, I don't know if you did the drug yeah. or you didn't do the drug, but I'm a Beatles fan. I'm a Hendrix fan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like most of the people that I looked at like heroes my whole life. Yeah. They did drugs. <laughs> like, back in the like, 70s and 80s. Play. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they did drugs. Yeah, like, man. I mean, what, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? All right. So, I, all right. So you out of OC. I was going to add to that, add to the, to that real quick, man. Like, um, from a leadership standpoint, man, I, I think one of the biggest things for, for me, man, was I'm I always been positive. Right. So I don't really mm-hmm. even care about the situation and how it happens and whatever it happens, single point of failure, wherever the case may be. I'm trying to figure out how I get to the next step. Mm-hmm. Right. Always. Mm-hmm. Right. Get to the next step because it's done. What's done is done. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think I, my leadership is like adapting, man. Like you got to adapt to whatever coming your way and keep mm-hmm. it moving. If, if I stay at this course and we stay talking about this, I'm not moving on. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving yeah. on how I'm going fi- to fix this. I'm done with the situation that it happened. How are we going to fix it and make it happen and make it go forward? Uh, I didn't see so many situations, man. We dwelling on, oh, they fucked this up. They messed this up. They blah, blah, blah. Okay. But we yeah. still got this piece of equipment broke. We still got this. Is this how are we going to fix this and move on? Um, like right now. And I and, 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 dude, <laughs> yeah, and I'm telling it. you, and when things like this happen, people think like my guys come and say, hey, man, I messed this up. Dude, I am so freaking positive about it. It's crazy, man. I'm more yeah. like, okay, it's messed up. So what are you doing now? What's your next step to fix it? They looking for me to mm-hmm. like to go in on them. 
which I am going to go in on you maybe a little bit later. But right now yeah. is yeah. the time for me to get this fixed and get this going. And they, they come back and I, I hear them over, over here more with talking like, man, senior was cool as hell about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. It ain't the fact that I'm cool about it. It's the fact that we still got to get this piece of equipment up. You yeah. know what I mean? We yeah, still got to no we still got to get the job yeah. done yeah. still. And I think that's one of the biggest things, man. Like we we dwell in and we sit back and we want to hammer somebody, you know, until they submit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but at that's... the same time, man, we we got to get this. We we got to keep going, man. We got to keep. And I think, man, from a junior officer standpoint, man, I think I got so much respect from both sides because of that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. my devil used to come to me getting chewed out by his department head or his CEO or the XO or whatever. But when they would get to me and I'm like, sir, that's an easy fix. Let's go do this. Let's go get this. You know what I mean? Get this right here. And then I'm going to arm you with the information to go talk to whoever you need to go talk to. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then my success, I feel like when he go there and he come back with a smile on his his or her face, Mm -hmm. I feel like I didn't won. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I didn't didn't won. I didn't won right now, man. So, yeah, man, it's most definitely a team effort, man. But it's most definitely you got to stay positive and you got to adapt to things that's coming mm-hmm. your way, man. Because if you don't and you dwell on shit, man, you'll have gray hair, bald head <laughs> like my man, you know, Dumbo and stuff like that, man. I know, man. You be like, dang. What's up? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Mine don't got nothing to do with it. your skin pillow <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Uh, I got nothing to do with the situation, right? Just a victim. <laughs> just a victim over here, man. You're a victim. But, um, so, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just a victim over here, man. But but the the one oh, thing man. that y'all talked about, but the word that y'all I didn't hear, um, and I I, I got to make sure I add it because we all just talk about leadership traits is like approach, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I believe in approach mm-hmm. like more than like like a whole lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Like you can win you can win battles just based off you know your approach. Mm-hmm. You can avoid battles you know based off um, your approach. So approach is, is, is it's a real big one, man. Yeah, it's a real it big one. And different situations got to get approached differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that comes over time. That's why you, like you said, you're putting these young guys in leadership. That's, that's a time you put, you think about it, man. Really think about you, these young guys in leadership over war, lifetime changing decisions. You don't have no lifetime experience and leadership is all that happens. That's why you said building those, like you said, it's approach. How do you know? You ain't going to know what to approach. And that's not, that's school. I was in, I was in the school system for a long time. You don't teach that. You don't teach the important yeah. stuff. You don't no, teach yeah, how to no. do these things. Like this, the stuff that I used in school, I don't even use. I learned how to like build connections and make relationships because like that, that's so dope. You said that approach, I, the way you approach people in your attitude. It's what yeah. what gets you through life. That's really what does. And you can see those people who have bad attitudes, negative. They, they stuck. It's stuck. You don't, you don't want yeah. to mess with them people. Yeah. So yeah, like, exactly. They don't want to talk to like. Mm-mm. So that's dope. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that approach. So we got you at uh, OCS. You say OCS was you know uh, kind of easy, but then you said you went back to a ship. Yeah. I w- so uh, first ship. First ship as an officer, right? First ship, period. How was it? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first ship, ship, yeah. Period, what what kind of ship was it? Uh, DDG. I did two DDGs, so it was okay. So DDG, yeah, man, it was wild, man. I was like the wild, wild west out here, bro. Like you know, I went from a strict community to we don't care if we get our east west pin or not. I'm saying what? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, because they gotta get the yeah I'm they like, gotta get on, the what, dolphins, saying, right? We in the navy? <laughs> like, <laughs> what we doing? Like, 
Are we gonna go to war? Wait, wait a minute. Like, you know, like, but no, it was yeah. just it was weird, man. Like it was a uh it was a di- just a different like, you know, I went from being locked down in a cage under the water to at least being able to go outside to see the sunlight. I was appreciative, man. Like I was so like I can't even tell you, man. It was like, I don't know, man. It's like you never you can never appreciate the things you have unless you kind of really had worse, you know what I mean? Like, unless, you know, you can never appreciate like the good in life unless you had the bad in life. And that's how I really felt. Like I mm-hmm. had, I was down there with, you know, no sunlight, no communication. So when I get here, I'm happy. And people are like, yo, what's wrong with this dude, yeah, bro? You watch your people bitch. Yeah, they be like, I'm like, like, yeah, they were like, what? I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you said, what, man? Like, we can go outside? You know what I'm saying? Well, we're on deployment for, you know, this long. I'm like, at, like, it didn't, it didn't really... This, the bad stuff that people were talking about to me that wasn't wasn't bad. So, like I said, the, the only thing I didn't really like the food was trash, man. And, you know, just compared to the oh, sub, yeah, man, sub food is the best, bro. Sub food. Oh, man. When I was cranking, bro, I used to be like our chop used to make these uh these ice cream cookies. I used to be like to hide them all, I'd sit in the freezer before I go and crank, eat like four <laughs> or five of these chocolate ice cream cookies, boy. Be like the food and it like we had the best, <laughs> we had the best of the best food, man. I'm telling you, but when we got here, yeah. the food was just, it wasn't that, it wasn't that good. And I got a bigger gym, like, man, you know me, I love to work out. So I'm like, the gym was a- bigger a, gym a, on the sub? No, here. Like when I was one out oh, to yeah. DDG, cause the gym oh, yeah, was yeah. just in between tubes yeah. on the sub. So I'm like, man, we got a gym, like we got, yeah, you yeah. know, we got workout equipment. I'm like, man, this is like, this is heaven, you know? But then yeah. like, you know, so, but other, other than that, going to the SWO community, stepping into leadership, uh, was different just because I didn't grow, I didn't grow up with that type of, I didn't grow up in that community. It's a mainly white community, you know, and mm-hmm. a community that's a lot of times privileged. And so coming into that community, I wasn't prepared for it. You know, I traveled the world. I did a lot of things. I didn't, I saw a lot of stuff, but I didn't partake in a lot of stuff. And so I can talk the, you know, language i can be in it you know chop it up a little bit like that but living in it day in and day out it was just a different animal in itself man it's like uh you know i want to be with my people like laughing and joking and stuff now i'm sitting at the table like yeah 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 you know just like you know like just weird man like <laughs> godly you know and it just felt uncomfortable i'm not gonna lie it was just uncomfortable it was, it was uncomfortable trying to fit in and at that time i really didn't feel like i could speak up you know I, I, mm-hmm. I really felt like I'm at the table, but I'm not at the table. I'm yeah. here, but maybe did, did, is this really because they need another black guy on the number so they can say they're not? Don't you? I'd be honest with you. That's those are my thoughts sitting at the table, like you know, because it really wasn't nobody else in the, in that community. So I'm just sitting there, like you know, and the things they talk about really began to show me. This is why I'm so big on teaching this to kids now. So why I'm kind of doing what I'm doing now is just showing people like. Your your awareness, it's like they they live and breathe and and this is them. They feel like I, I can do this all day long. There's no question about it because they grow up in it. You kind of get what I'm saying? So when I wake up, I feel empowered yeah. every day. There's no waking up and being like, oh, man, I'm walking over here. Like, ooh, you know, are the cops going to come get me or, or, you know, or do I got to worry about this? Worry about that? That's not that's not it's like I can't even explain it. It's just when I wake up every day and I'm sitting at the table, sometimes I'm thinking like, you know, is this really for me? Can I really do this? And then when I sit and talk to those that were already in there, you know, that weren't my color, it's like, that's never a question. That's never a thought. You kind of get what I'm saying. 
And so I want to raise my kids up to where this is like, you belong here. And it's not, yeah, not yeah, feeling, like it's yeah, it's like, it's like in you. So that, that, that's, that was hard, man. I'm not gonna lie. It was hard sitting there conversating, battling within my mind. Like, do I really belong here? Does this person really think that I belong here? You know what I mean? Are they really just doing this because it's, they have to, you know what I mean? So it's just, yeah. it's, it, it was hard, man. But, uh, and, and that inclusion, like just that whole conversation, like I, I, I chalk it to something as simple as, um, you know, I got to know who Tom Hanks is, mm-hmm. but you know, you don't got to know who uh, Morris Chestnut yeah. is, for instance. Like, I got to know who Tom Hanks is, you know, um, or Adrian Brody mm-hmm. or any of but you don't have to know who who, who Morris Chestnut yeah. is or you don't have to know who Tay Diggs is. You never had to see The Brothers. You never had to watch The Wood. Mm. You never had to see Best Man. Mm-hmm. But I had to watch, if I never saw Risky Business yeah. or Top Gun uh, <laughs> or uh, yeah. Big Lebowski, yeah. like, oh, where you been at all your life? Oh, well, you never saw The Wood. Yeah. You never saw. But the, <laughs> so the reason why I chalk it down to you no, know, you're things so right. that small culturally is because I think about, you know, coming to work mm. after something, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we watch Game of Thrones or whatever, yeah. right? We watch Game of Thrones. Like morning, like uh, water cooler talk, right? Mm-hmm. They used to call it like when Lost was out, everybody talk about the episode from last night. Yeah. But it used to be times where I, I felt like, yo, I have nobody to talk about. <laughs> For instance, like The Wire 2. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like when Nipsey, when Nipsey, when, when, when mm-hmm. Nipsey Hussle died or whatever, right? I Like that hit me, mm-hmm. like when Nip died. So, I'm like, dang, it ain't that many people that I could actually sit here mm-hmm. and really have a real conversation with about, you know, Nip, Nip passing away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, you know, Kobe, yeah. for instance, you know, because for us, like That's Kobe was thing. like, like a hero, yeah. like, yeah. like, like, you know, for in, 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 in sports, for some other people, it was the charge that the woman, you know, put against them or just another basketball yeah. player. You know what I mean? Like, like it's another basketball player passed away, Kobe. Now, a, a lot of people was hurt, but it's like a different kind of conversation. It's and it's like nobody different. you could really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I can't imagine that, you know, sitting there. And the one thing I do want to give props to the war room about um, is uh, awareness. Like a lot of JOs, a lot of the younger uh, JOs I'm seeing are super aware of like everything, yeah. you know, that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm open to talk about it, uh, no matter what culture it is. I've had some great conversations with my devos about everything, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, extremists to politics to like, you know, things that we don't even talk about that much on a podcast. I've talked to my devos, yeah. but I can't like, again, I I can only imagine being you walking in a place, which what people that talk about something completely different like it's a different lifestyle and culture yeah. than you have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't even shoot the shit in the morning. Like, yeah. man, I'm from Philly. You know, I'm from yeah. Philly. You know what I'm saying, Damon? Like, so in the morning, we go grab a coffee. <laughs> we talk about the Eagles mm-hmm. and then whatever, you know, I, I'm, I was secretly watching the OC on Fox <laughs> or whatever, but we talk about the Eagles and what other yeah. other things like of our culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you saw the, mm-hmm. the fight. Boom, you heard that new. You heard that new, you know, Nas, or yeah. you heard that, whatever it was back then, you know, but then when you got the word, it was different. Like, mm-hmm. I can't have this conversation yeah. no more. It's almost yeah. like you can't be yourself. You can't be, like, I'm, I'm being somebody else to make my money. I can't be me to, you know what I'm saying, to, in a place that, it's just weird, man. It's like, I'm, and to me, at some point, that causes you, like, to question who you really are, because, like, I have to go to this place and put on a, to me, on my, 
a different face, a different attitude. I mean, actually, when I'm out of work, I got to go find stuff. I got to, I, I have to force myself to live in your world to come and relate to you, to be in your world. And that's, that's where I see the biggest, a lot of, a lot of difference is when that's when, when I blew up on that guy, it was because his, uh, his lack of care to go be in somebody else's world to figure out how they kind of relate. You kind of get what I'm saying? So it wasn't a thing of like, you, you're, you got this, you got this power now. That doesn't mean that you can just go talk to anybody where you want to do it. How about you step outside of your world a little bit and go figure out what they like and who they are to kind of figure out and to relate. You kind of get what I'm saying? And so yeah, when I'm in the, yeah. when I was at the table, I didn't feel like there was a meshing of people that were coming over into my world to try to get me to come. You, you kind of get to relate. It was a thing of I yeah, had to but it's fully like your jump world in is, there. I had to fully get in there to relate. It was no evil. Yeah. Your world is like a novelty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your world, yeah. it's no reason, like it's no, and I, it's weird that we even stumbled across this conversation, but it's no reason to go to your world. Like mm -hmm. it's it's a novelty, man. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, it's the same, you know, it's the same with me. Like, I'll, I'll go, like I'm in a movie, so I can always relate yeah. like everything to like, you know movies or whatever but that was like back when the dude wanted to do that ran the oscars was like well women need to make you know better movies <laughs> or when like stephen king was like well if more black movies was yeah. like made we would see more black movies being nominated it's like the ones that's being made mm. though y'all not paying attention yeah. to because it don't really matter mm -hmm. it don't matter that much to to to, to like culture <laughs> like like yeah. like honestly like that like every culture don't matter that much to like popular <laughs> culture yeah. like we got a couple we got mm -hmm. will smith we got denzel morgan freeman samuel jackson yeah maybe don cheeto right now and then <laughs> but outside of that like the actors yeah. don't i can name 50 actors of other cultures that we know mm -hmm. like 100 percent, we know them yeah. like 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 you like like yeah. like but so it's definitely you know different not being like the prime culture yeah. of any like it's still it's a subculture i've always felt like that like it's a sub culture like everything we're into is like different mm -hmm. sometimes you know what i mean i remember like learning about like how important like i learned about how important guns and roses was in the yeah. navy you know what i mean <laughs> like i grew up i did grow up to the beatles yeah. i grew up to bob marley i grew up to like uh dean martin and okay. like because I, I, I made music so i like i had to learn about music as a kid my aunt she kind of gave me an assignment <laughs> don't make music if you don't know music right so i yeah. all of the greats i look them up but um, I remember, you know, coming in the Navy and it was like a slash book. And one of my um, somebody, a close mentor of mine, he, he gave me the slash book. I think I never gave it back. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, but, but, but he gave me the slash book. And I'm like, damn, Guns and Roses. Like these guys were important to that culture, wow. you know, but somebody might ask me, this black kid from Philly, like, yo, you never heard of Slash? Like, no, I never. Like, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, You know what I'm saying? But they'd be like surprised, like. No, I never heard of Slash. You ever heard of Coogee Rap? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, but I mean, so that's the different, you know, the different kind of cultural barriers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, uh, so again, you, you know, fish out of water in that aspect, right? You, you, you know, you in a war room for, cause that was the question I was going to ask you too, but you answered it pretty much. I was going to ask you like, how was sitting at the table? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, you it know, just, just thinking about it. It was, it, it was weird, but you know, it's crazy. Like I always... I've always had like a, I've always chill. I'm just always chill. So most people like, you know, even when we were chilling in the in engineering room, you know, we'd always have a good time because we would just like 
had the same type of vibe, like being positive, laughing, joking. Yeah. Like, so when we're in there, like, you know, a lot of people would really like, I would attract a lot of attention because I'm this big black dude sitting at the table with those people that who's super chill. You know what I mean? I, but in my mind, like, you know, I, I feel like I'm putting on a show. Maybe it's my mind. Maybe I don't know. I just feel like I'm putting on a show just so that people can understand and not be offended by what I want to say and who who I really am sometimes. But um, I would always yeah. get like, you know, the jails and all stuff. They want, I felt like, you know, they wanted to be like me or be with me, but they didn't want the struggle to go with it. That kind of came with, they didn't, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't really, when I would bring up like, you know, how I would really feel and stuff like that. How could you feel like that? They were like, you know, that's a question. You can't do it. Not, what? Like, no. I, I was like, well, this ain't the time for the conversation. Maybe that's not my maybe that's not my job to bring the, com- the conversation up. Maybe it's my job just to uh be here, be present, and let try to get as many people that I can in here. Maybe the conversation will come later. You know, and so a lot of times when I'm when I'm having that, so my mission was before I get out, I want to help at least two, three people become that want to be swell, that are minorities become swell. Because maybe that's I think mm-hmm. that's the mission is to maybe get as many as we can that way we can have the conversation about how we feel being at the table. And so I did you, know, you do it? Yeah, I've, I've helped two people so far get in as well. Mm, so, okay, did you know, it nice. That 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 was my thing. I think the conversation kind of needs to be had, and I think at, it wasn't my time to have that conversation. And so that's why I was like, I had to. I felt like I was putting on a front. So that's why I had the best time when I was down there with y'all. And I, I, didn't, I didn't like engineering. I ain't gonna lie. It's hot, man. I'll say y'all do it. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> I, I was sweating like, golly, man. Like, you know, I only like to sweat when I go work out, but it'd be down there. It'd be like, but I, I had a good time because it was a thing where I could be free. I really felt like I was back. Like I was, the conversations we had, the things that we did was just like, man, like, you know, this is, this, this is my world, you know? So coming down there, it was just like, it was it was actually a place for me. I wasn't going to get my, you know, I already knew about them. And I was I wasn't going to uh, I was going to get out. <laughs> so I like when they were y'all doing them yeah. forums and stuff, trying to sign me out. I already knew I was going to get. Out. I just wanted to go yeah. down there because I was like, I, I like to kick, I, I like to chill, like you know what I mean. Like and that watch was yeah was cool for me. But yeah, man, it was just like it was a it was learning. That's why I said I had to learn to adapt, play different roles, and use my resources, man. I asked them to go down there because I was getting tired of the bridge. I knew I was about to flip out. I couldn't like it was just too much at the time and so um i would go back down there and just like you know just to get away from it all and 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 know that uh and know that i could just like chill like i could talk i could do my job but i didn't have to feel like i was sitting at i wasn't being me you know what i mean because the me that yeah. you saw was a different mm-hmm. me that i was at the table yeah so it's one of those things yeah man all right so i want to wrap up uh the navy yeah. thing with a couple questions um, the first question is, um, what was your proudest moment? You got one? Man, uh, I think I, I would say graduating from dive school and uh, going to OCS. Nobody, like, you know, dive school is a big moment for me because first I had like that, you know, a big, a big doubter that didn't think I could do it. It was just like one of those things that I got to prove that man i can physically do this you know i can i can i could quit smoking i could do all these things just because i you know i don't know i had the willpower to do it that made me dig deep inside be like man joe you can do anything bro like you know what i'm saying you could you could you could make it work out whatever happens and i think going to ocs because 
nobody in my my family i had a lot of people in the military but nobody in my family had had become an officer and yeah i think it was a uh it's just a big milestone and a breakthrough you know they call like those things they call generational curses and all this type of thing i just think Mm -hmm. you know generational curses Mm -hmm. are things that happen if our lack of awareness to a lot of things and our lack of being able to grow and so i feel like i set another uh uh poked another hole in the ceiling for, you know, my family and the and the fact that they can think bigger and achieve more because, you know, they've seen it done. Vision is everything. So I just think that I casted another vision on somebody who's able. So now I got, you know, like two cousins who are going to be, you know, uh, officers, one in the army and then I think one in the Air Force now, you know, that they, you know, they've looked up to it just to be like, dang, like, you know, I don't have to stay this way, you know? And so, you, the more you, 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 you know, the more I go up and, and work on myself, I think I create holes and avenues for other people to see another vision, another way for themselves. So those were my two proudest moments, I would have to say, in the, in the, in the Navy. Least proudest. Man. <laughs> you got any? Getting, getting caught sleep on watch, bro. Cause I was, cause I, cause I was hungover. The, the, uh, what was I at, man? The Seattle, we went to the Seattle. What was it the the seafair? Uh, yeah, a little festival up there. Was, yeah, man. And I came back, man. Was this as an officer? Or let's it was an officer, man. Officer, <laughs> 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 <So, nah. laughs> I'm on the bridge like this, bro. Like like slump, bro. The captain caught me. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, man, bro, man. He was like, he came and tapped me. He was like. You're right there, shit, mate. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good, sir. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm standing up and shit like that. Man, like, he played, like, he knew, he, he already knew he was cool, though, man. That's, I got lucky, man, because, like, you know, back then that, you know, uh, what, there, you know, the security is real bad because they're trying to make sure nobody getting on the ship, nobody doing this other type of stuff. And, yeah. man, it's all so many people outside the ship. And I'm like, man, so he, he didn't say nothing to me. So I'm, you know, it's like it's like when your parents about to beat you and you know what's coming, but you don't know when. Mm-hmm. So you just walk around the house like, can I just get this beating, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm walking. Down. That's how I'm walking around the ship, man. Like, God oh, dang, shit. bro. Like, you know, but my my he didn't he didn't even really do nothing, man. I was just like, I was scared, but he was my uh my webs came and talked to me for it. He chewed my ass out, though. Yeah. He chewed my ass out, you know. And so I think because he knew my, my who my webs was, he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna do that. Plus, I had that's why I say your reputation precedes you, man. I be telling people that like if you do good and you and you, you know, work hard, a lot of times like people know you're human. So when you mess yeah. up, like, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, now you can't be no, you know, shit bag and then go do that and then expect favor. So but uh yeah. I, I really got I got lucky, man. I got I was like, dang, I was not I was snoring and everything, bro. Drooling, mm. I got up. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Game over. But, oh, but you know, man, man I, I'm 30 something years old trying to hang with these 22, 23 year old kids who, who can get out there, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Because that's my age. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta remember, those guys are 10 years younger than me. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. when I'm trying to hang on, college. Yeah, kids. I'm trying to hang. They're like, yeah, let's go. Fresh out of- I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. My wife looking at me like, bro. So, you know, she, I'm coming home half the time. She got to deal with my, you know what I mean? She's like, I'm old. I can't. I'm like that old dog that you got to fucking help up every time. You know? I'm like, God, I'm trying to crawl yeah. out of bed. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, man. Y'all yeah, was trying to give it yeah, up. Yeah, they be trying to, to go out. Up. Yeah, when they was trying to go out at the end, I was like, nah, man, I'm good, bro. 
I, yeah. I can't I can't do that again. Can't, yeah. I can't wake up and be like once a month, player. Once a month. Once a month. Oh man! Like right. I don't even be wanting to go out like that. No I can't. Unless man. I'm with my wife. Yeah, yeah. that's what... like keep me alive a little bit. Yeah. Like. Man, yeah, when I was like 32, uh, oh, I was man. like, I thought I could kick it, man, but I can't, man. I, I learned quick. So, hey, so we about to talk about fitness, right? Uh, <laughs> but before we do, right? Because I, you're not, you oh, can, definitely can't leave here without talking about fitness. But before we do, I want to talk about food. Like, oh, yeah, so man. I know, I know you, well, well for, hey, Damon, you eat cereal? I don't even know. Do you even eat man, cereal? I used to eat cereal. I don't eat it that much no more, man. I, I don't, man, you, you can't yeah, let man. that go. That's no more. You got to keep cereal, yeah. man. Yeah, so man. I know you're a cereal, you, but a, you're a cereal file like me. But before I get in the cereal file, I saw a video of you asking your kids, like you was gonna kick up out the car oh. if they gave you the wrong answer, and it was water or milk, and the oatmeal, right? No, was that it the was question? the oatmeal. No, I said I, I told them, do you eat your oatmeal? Is it runny or do you eat it like you know what I'm saying? Oh, you make I it think, thick. yeah. And they was yeah, like, yeah, now I gotta be, thick. yeah, gotta man. Be I was thick, like, right? I can't eat no. That's like it's like thick. eating soup. But yeah, I, I yeah. did kick him out. I kicked him out the car. I wouldn't put that on video though. <laughs> and I made him walk like a mile down to get to the car. <laughs> yeah. So I let me yeah, make because they both said they both said uh, watery, right? Yeah, they, they both said, said runny. They right? said runny. Those weren't even my kids, man. Yeah. Look. <laughs> <laughs> that oatmeal gotta be thick. You gotta taste the oh, oats, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, the so oatmeal like that. Yeah, man. That's that's nasty, man. Like. But, yeah. but let's let's get into these cereals, man. What's your top five? Number one, I have to say is the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm a Cinnamon Toast uh -huh. Crunch fan. Okay. Number two, I I don't know why I like I like uh I'm a Trix fan. I love Trix, man. Uh, number three, Tricks, okay. I would say like Reese's Reese's Cocoa Puffs. I'm a Reese's Cocoa Puffs fan. Oh, man. Uh, number four. Yo, the churros, man. You tried them? Like, I'm not. A, I've just. I've been trying these new. They've been coming out random cereals, bro. I got a whole list. I'm gonna go yeah. down and get. But the churros one. I ain't eat the churros. churros ones is banging, bro. They don't get soggy fast. They like. They like they hold they weight, bro, in the water. You know what I'm saying? So you, yeah. by the time you finish the bowl, they still crunchy. And so I like. They not hard like the old King Vitamin joints, though, are they? <laughs> them King Vitamin joints used to bust your gums up. The roof of your mouth would be like. That's the wick special. Yeah. <laughs> That's the wick. You know somebody's on wick yeah, when they yeah, leave man. out with the King Vitamin. That's how you got to do what you got to do, though, man. You know <laughs> Bruh. We, we had King Vitamin. We, we always had King Vitamin. <laughs> That's all we had. <laughs> You could only eat so many of them. That's why oh, they know you ain't gonna crush that whole box. Like, dang, your roof, yeah, the, your mouth man. be hurt. Yeah, no, that's gonna be heavy. Your gum yeah. looking like drapes inside your mouth, hanging out. <laughs> hey, so look, so tricks though. Was you were you mad at? Because I was mad at tricks for hey, a little switch bit. Switch it up, man. Tricks went to like the ball, the yeah, bubbles, right? Like Instead them. of they look like fruit. Yeah, I was pissed off. Yeah, at and that. they got lighter. They got like they got lighter, like they use less material or something in them. I don't know what they do, you know what I'm saying? But like it's like they <laughs> yeah, use yeah, less yeah. material like, in it like, or something. Like it, Yeah, like the fruit don't taste like fruit. They all taste like the same flavor now. Yeah, yeah like, it I tastes like you, vegan. Like I want that. vegan or something. Like that's why I don't want to eat, <laughs> eat tricks. So what else you got? got you got Captain Crunch, Crunch Cap tricks, no, churros. No, I mean cinnamon toast. Yeah. You said cinnamon, cinnamon toast, tricks, tricks, churros, uh Reese's puffs, and cap uh crunch crunch berries, crunch berries. Captain Crunch Bears. Crunch Bears. Yeah, all the, all the Crunch Bears. All right. I'm going to give you my let five. Me hear, let me hear this. Hit. My first one, though, I'm kind of, I mean, I guess you mentioned sogginess, so I guess that's why you ain't mentioned it. But my first one, number one, too, 
right now is the Fruity Pebbles with the marshmallows. Like Fruity Pebbles got a Fruity <laughs> Pebble do. with marshmallows. Man, cereal. I didn't taste those. I didn't taste the marshmallow with the marshmallows in it. I'm about to get those. Yo, taste. It's a blue box. Taste it. And then it's sweet. It's like sweet. Okay. It's like, like the sweet, overload yeah. of everything. Dang. Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows, yeah. man. It's incredible. And I drink one. the almond milk, the hint of honey. I drink like the hint, the hint oh, yeah, of yeah, honey yeah, yeah. milk or whatever. Dang. That's all I drink. But yeah, down, so man. Fruity, Fruity Pebbles, Pebbles with marshmallows. Yep. Yeah, with marshmallows. Right. Incredible. Damon LaGloss. Damon LaGloss over there, boy. Man, I, I so, question your loyalty, bro, because if you don't eat cereal, I mean, I, man. Look, look, I grew up eating cereal, man. I just don't eat it. Like, my kids eat them. I mean, we got cereal in the house, but I don't I don't be on them, man. Like, the you like, yeah, but you seem like a serious cereal eater, like, like, like weedy. <laughs> Uh, corn flakes, <laughs> like 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 you like you eat cereal to live, uh, like like like, 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 joints. like, like yo, I, I eat this for my liver, flakes. my liver. I gotta have a good liver and good what joints. Is, what, yeah, man. What is it called? Crave, I to, crave. Hey, right, man. I have to eat. I have to eat the right shit, man. Yeah, man. All right, so so I got fruity yeah, pebbles with marshmallows. Cinnamon toast crunches on okay, my list. Yeah, Cinnamon yeah. toast crunches yeah. on my list. It's it's no way that that you ain't. Gotta have that. And, and that's the best milk. That's the yes. best post cereal milk. You got to put in your protein. Um, though, yeah, Captain. You know that. Cr- that's what I do. All right, Captain Crunch. I will start. I will start. Captain Crunch. All well, I, I got all three. I know it's more, yeah. but I got oops, our berries, mm-hmm. crunch berries, and I like the uh, I like they peanut butter. They, yeah, they peanut butter on fire. Um, I like they peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because between that Reese's ain't make my list, but between them and Reese's. Yeah. It's almost like a Them they same. almost the same. Yeah. I got I got life on there. I got both Yo, lives. I got cinnamon, the serious mm-hmm. life and the cinnamon life. Cinnamon life is banging. Um, um, and then man, my serious cereal, man. I do, I got one, man. I got one thing in the serious. Man. The special K with the yogurt, man. The special okay. K. What's that? The purple box? There. I can get down with that one. Yeah, that's flavor. Purple though. and white box. That yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh no, yeah, it's crazy. Shit, it's like good, raspberry yeah. and like yogurt. That's not good. That John is crazy. That. It, yo, it's so hard to make this list, man. And that's what I was it's saying. So it's hard because like, it's so many, many bro. You, they got they got so many cereals coming out, man. Like, bro, I'm like, it's cr- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They uh, drop the cereal. To, like, yeah, man, man. I'm like, dang, I'm about to go in here and just start like pre-order. Girl Scout joints. But yes. see, I'm a, I'm yeah. a fat kid at heart, though. So I love I love sweets, man. Yeah, but you but you you work out to make up for it. Right, you work out to make up for it. I do, um, and I, yeah, um, you work out to make up for it. And um, but it was a time that you wasn't. Can I get my five in? in? My five don't matter, huh? You got five. Come on, you got five. Man. I gotta hear my this five shit. Don't even Let me matter, hear this, man. Let's I don't know. I want to hear this. I gotta so hear first, this. So first, my my number one is like you kind of like you guys, man. I gotta go with them cinnamon toast crunch, man. Right, okay. cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. crunch up there. now. Yeah, now let's get into it, man. Oh, here we go. I got. I'm, I'm the special K guy too, man. But with the cherry, Cheerio. I mean, not the Cheerio, but the cherry. Special cherry? K. With okay. The cherry, All right. right? Okay. Special yeah, yeah, K yeah, with yeah. cherries. Yeah. Then I'm the I'm I'm Fruit Loops. Gotta get my Fruit Loops. Right. Oh, okay. I know. I know. Fruit Loops, little old. Little you know, old Fruit Loops school. like tricks. I, I, they like lost. Tricks. They lost taste they over there. But Fruit Loops used to have that one little hard ass Fruit Loop that would be in a box. You'd be like, when you eat it, you'd be like, God, <laughs> that's why I come fuck Fruit Loops like that anymore, man. Yeah. Like. It's putting burnt ass Fruit Loops in here, you bro. Know, okay, go ahead. I got that. I'm kind of talking from my old school eating cereal eating too. Now I had to go with my Apple Jacks. I'm an Apple Jacks guy too, man. You know what uh-huh, I mean? Okay. And my last one, man. My last one, man. Man, don't laugh at me, man. But I like Raisin Bran, man. Man, I knew it. Okay. I knew it. I can't, I'm not I knew it. You. <laughs> you know, you know how I knew it. But that, regular Raisin that, Bran? That's that's a not regular not the crunch. The crunch, yeah. 
You sure? You, you no, don't sound sure brand? about this one. Yeah, they got a crunch. Is they it, got a crunch uh, and they got a regular. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, I, no regular? I think he's regular. Because yeah, you, I read yeah, it here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, about see no what I'm saying? Yeah, red regular. Yeah, he need he need he need keep himself regular at this age. That's why he got to keep yeah, the regular. Yeah, yeah. I, I like raisin. I like raisin brands, man. I always liked it too, man. Always raisin brand. It's, it's is a mature taste on the table. Mature, you yeah, know. and it's sitting next to milk and magnesia. <laughs> it's probably sitting next to. It's probably it's probably sitting next to some milk and magnesia oh, on the table. With, with, his, with, with, his fish, with, with his fish oil. With his fish, <laughs> fish oil. Prune juice. Prune juice. And the paper. Yeah. <laughs> he got the paper. Yeah, man. The, yeah, I can't believe you guys go on Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran is some good shit, man. man. Raisin Bran Crunch? Raisin Bran Crunch is good. I just don't want nothing. Raisin Bran regular. Can. I just stay away for anything cereal that says like it's healthy. I don't know why, bro. <laughs> If it say it's healthy, I'm like, nah, bro, I want it. <laughs> yeah. And the raisins, they try to put sugar on the raisins, but the brand, yeah. that brand be like, tasting like cardboard. Whatever that brand The raisin only thing saving it, to tell you the truth, raisin, man. The raisin saving it. The raisin, all right, but that brand ain't it. That brand be like, what the heck? The raisin, the raisin. Ain't no flavor. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that. a good five, that though. Is. So, so if you had to eat a bowl of cereal right now, oh, cinnamon crunch, what, what would it be? Wheaties? Cinnamon toast crunch. Wheaties. Oh, cinnamon toast crunch. Oh. What you say? Wheaties. I said Wheaties. I said Wheaties. Nah. No. You show. You no, show. No. You show. You show okay. that you know your age on that. Those those, those Apple Jacks, man. Apple oh, Jacks. Yeah, way, man. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. Yeah. You probably Jacks, eat honey nut Cheerios. They hard to you, find. They be hard to find. Yes. No, I don't see no honey nut Cheerios. Yeah, I eat honey nut. I know good. Hard to find. Yeah. Oh, honey nut Cheerios. Kicks? You eat kicks, man? Yo, I, he, I, probably, I he, probably, he probably start his day with a nice bowl of kicks. He probably, <laughs> I don't fuck with no kicks, man. Put a little, put a little spoon and like... <laughs> no, no. My kids be eating, though. They like those Reese's kind, though, man. I don't know what they call them. Well, the little the Reese's. They the yeah, joints he was yeah, talking about. Oh, no. Them, yeah, they incredible. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they good, incredible. They that's good. A, that's that's And the milk after that is, is good, yes. too. Like, the milk after that. Uh, I, mess, I mess with those. Then they got the brown. They got the dark. They got the dark and the light uh, little balls. balls. Yep. The oh, dark yeah, and the light bro. little Reese's I'm a, balls. I'm a Reese's fan. I'm just yeah. incredible. Well, you guys are freaking cereal freaking. Y'all doing research and shit on cereal, man. No, no. Because, look, it's a difference, right? So, look. Cause the cause the the Captain Crunch peanut butter crunch is just like a crunchy yeah. like cereal, mm-hmm. right? The Reese's got like this smooth mm. coat. It do. Like you you ever you ever felt like it it's do. like a smooth coating All around it over yeah, the over joint. It. It's almost like fire. I don't it's know what they like put. Fire. Yeah, it's incredible, I don't know what they did to that thing, but it's good, man. I I, I'm a yeah, it's, inc- it's like dipped, dipped in excellence, oh, man. All right, so look. All right, so let's get into this uh, fitness, Yo. right? So fitness. Um, where does it begin? Like, where does that story begin? Uh, man, when I got out of college, I, when I got out of college, I, I got extremely depressed. Like when I, uh, when I was done with school, I just, I don't want through a depression time, man. Um, and I gained all this weight. And so I was up to like close to 300 pounds and I was just sitting there mm-hmm. and, you know, after I had my son, I was sitting there like, dang, man, like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm sweating for no reason. It's like, I'm in Virginia. Lynchburg, let you know. So it's cold, bro. But I'm sweating, and it's like 40 degrees outside. I'm like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. a problem. Like, why the back of my neck wet? And it's yeah. it's cold outside. You know, like something wrong. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like something got to change. So my son, uh, come to find out he had Crohn's disease. So that that's when it really started at all, man. We had to change our whole our whole diet in the house. And so, um, cause man, I used to cook, bro. I mean, talking about like. 
I would I would make dumb stuff like, you know, I'd fry like a, a chicken, some chicken breast, coat it real good. Then I put cheese on it. But then I, you know, I'd fry a, a burger with like a like a, a breading on it and then put it on the same thing and put like all these things on it. So we eat like that every night. You know what I mean? Just like where I'm just yeah. double like bad, piling just like stuff piling stuff on them. I have fries with it. And then at one at one point, man, I was I was working at Arby's, man. I I was bringing home cheese sticks, you know, I was, then I would switch to what I was, so I worked at, man. I, I was bringing home everything, man, from all these fast food places. So I was just eating so bad and I had no balance. Remember I said I had no balance because uh, I was with my parents. I went to school structure and then I'm on my own, like, dang, you know? So yeah. um, at that time I, and I was depressed. I was really, I was a, really depressed at the time. And so I just gained weight, gained weight. And then I mean, I was in and out of the hospital, heart issues, like digestion issues, stomach issues. Just couldn't couldn't get right. And I thought I was having heart attacks, man. I'm so <laughs> I'd be at work one day. I'd be like, yo, like, bro, I think I'm having a heart attack. And uh, they was like, hurry up. They, you know, had to hurry, rush to the hospital. Um, and that's when they were like, man, you got to lose weight, bro. You know, you, you got you to gotta trim down. And then shortly after that, like I said, I found out my son had Crohn's disease. So after that, we had to change everything we ate. <clears throat> And I just went on this like this health journey, man. But I I was really uh, I went on a health journey to lose all the weight, and and I thought that was going to fix the issue. You know, I thought that was going to fix my depression and fix my life. You know, I just needed to lose the weight. Um, but it wasn't. You know, but I'm glad I lost it. It helped me to do the things that I do. You know, I was able to go to dive school. You know, I was able to. You know, easy go to the Navy at my age. You know, things, it made life easier, but it didn't fix the, it didn't fix the problem. But so, but as far as the help losing the weight, it really became, it came down to a thing of like determination. You know what I mean? Life's a mindset. You can be the fattest, you know, you, you can be fat, but you know, if you have the wrong mindset, you'll never lose weight. And after working with people for, I mean, I've been doing training for so long, man training, fitness training for so long, and I can tell who's going to lose the weight, who's not going to lose the weight all by the way that they think. It's a, it's crazy, man. And so people look at me and they're looking like, man, how you eat all this crap, but you also are able to, you know, stay healthy and, you know, stay at the weight. It's, I can't really explain it. It's a, it's a, it's what you think. Like, like you were saying, um, legs, like you were just saying, like you, you stay positive. Life gives you what you think. So you're going to get the answer to everything you have. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm like, I, when I think of myself, I'm already in shape. I'm fit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not, I don't sit here and sulk over like, oh, I'm going to gain five, 10 pounds for eating this stuff. It's just, no, I'm already in shape. Yeah. I already know what's going to happen. So I just, you know, it's weird like that. But, but yeah, man, I. No, I, I totally, I totally understand what you mean by that. So makes But sense. yeah, so that, that, that's really my fitness journey. It took me about, uh, see, I lost a hundred pounds and then I gained it back because I didn't have any discipline. I gained 50 of it back, like, within no time. And so that's why I, you know, it wasn't a lifestyle change at that time. It was, And I was still, mm -hmm. like, confused about what I wanted to do. And then I lost it again. I've been able to keep it off. And I started doing shows and I started doing all this other stuff. Because y'all caught me. Uh, I lost it right before I got in the Navy. So y'all caught me on the tail end when I started competing and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But you went from, you went from losing it to like helping other people lose it, right? <clears throat> like it wasn't just, I mean, and, and what you just said about the mindset mm -hmm. and stuff like that, I feel like I feel like you didn't just go from losing it to helping other people losing it, but mm -hmm. you went from, I guess, losing it and figuring out 
you know, that mindset that you needed and then kind of focusing more on teaching people the mindset, you know, uh, prior to losing it yeah. or the mindset along with losing it or, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. however, you could probably say that better than I can. Though. Yeah, it's a mind. I think a lot of people go into weight loss and and uh, all these things because they think it's going to fix their problem, fix their issue. When the issue is the what if they really think, you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's it's so like it sounds so cliche, man. Like it's so hard to present to people. Like, man, like, you know, you're coming in here, like, you know, you're doing all this stuff, but it's not, it's not gonna fix your what's really your problem, what's your real issue. And, you know, so getting to talk to people in these one-on-one settings, that's why I created the environment kind of like that I have now. Um, it's because it's it's personal. You know what I'm saying? When you come in, it's not like we have some big box gym. I'm just telling you to go do this, do this. Nah, man, like, you know, let's really talk. And every time I get with people and I talk to people, when we begin to see what the real problem is in life, that's why you're holding on to this weight. You can't let it go sometimes, you know, and it's whole, and it's so hard to get people to see, see that, man. And so the people that I come in that are like positive and have a good mindset and, you know, they, they can positively like attack situations, their weight, I'm telling you, man, their weight drops like this. And then once you see people get it, then their weight. Well, I mean, uh, it starts going so fast, but I just, for me, it's getting people, my purpose of doing it is getting people to become self-aware of themselves. I don't want to be the trainer that goes out and tells people, you know, yeah, you lose this weight, you're going to look great, you're going to do whatever. No, you're not, man. No, you're not. I lost all the weight and was still depressed, still hiding from a lot of the issues, still had like I, anxiety, stress. All, I, I did. It didn't fix the issue. So, but like you said, I want to attack the whole problem. Let's talk about how you think. Like, you know what I'm saying? When we start talking to situations, you know, you start seeing patterns about how you think and what's going on in your life and what's happening. And then, you know, then we could talk about the physical side because that's the easy side. That just takes that's discipline. Like, get up, you know what I mean? Go eat this. But the hard part is really sit. nobody wants to sit with themselves. So let's sit here and let's talk about it. Let's go. Let's let's dig deep. Yeah. What's going on? In your, what's going on in your marriage? What's going on at the job? What's going on with your kids? What's going on with you? You know what I'm saying? What you running from? And when people begin to attack those problems, then they can they can go you know go on. It's it's teaching people just to face their face their biggest fear, which is themselves. And so yeah yeah uh, yeah all of mm-hmm. us all of us. I had to do I had to sit with myself. My hardest time in life was when I had to sit with myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I see it now when I look at other people. Like I see when somebody mm-hmm. ain't sit with they sit with themselves yet. Like damn, like he still need to sit with himself. <laughs> like he ain't. <clears throat> You know, he ain't had that a long time where it's just like it's just me. Yeah. You know, when I see people kind of defining their image and other people are defining their existence and other people like a relationship or whatever, whatever. I was like, dang, this dude has not been content with himself <laughs> yet. Uh-uh. I didn't find my wife until I found, you know, myself, mm. you know, or I didn't really find anything yeah. <laughs> until I, you know, anything that's stable yeah. right now until, you know, I found myself. So. A question for you though is that, um, what did what was it like that you figured? If you don't mind sharing yeah. it, what was it that you figured out? Uh, because you said you lost the weight, mm-hmm. you gained it back, but the issue wasn't really the physical mm-hmm. weight; it was more some, you know, mental. Yeah. What what realization did you come down to? You know, man, I uh, it was it's deep, man. See, I've been married for a long time, so I what we're going on eighteen years now. But over that time, see, I had put like I had put all my 
stuffing everybody else. I was listening to everybody else doing everybody else wanted to thought, not understanding what I really wanted to do for myself. And so when you're a people pleaser, uh, you never, you never think of yourself. And so all these years, you know, mm -hmm. there were a lot of things that happened to me that I had to sit down and deal with, you know, being molested as a kid, as a, as a young age for a long time, you know, um, that the whole fact that, you know, I, I never had a chance to make any choices growing up because they were all made for me. And now I'm conflicted with my heart's telling me to do this, but I don't want I can't trust myself because I've never had the chance to really listen to myself and trust myself. And then when I'm trying to listen and do what I think, you know, I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing, I'm thinking it's wrong. So I'm conflicted. It's, a, oh, it's your mental battle, man. It's a mental thing of like learning you and to be able to and, yeah. and knowing that what's happened to you is valid and honestly being able to talk about it and being able to conversate and being able to be clear about it. You know what I mean? And so those times I would, I would never talk about it. I would never do anything. So I'm sitting here like, okay, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Okay. What do you want? But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm stressed because I've never done and sitting to what I really want. What, what, what does Joe want? You know what I mean? Yeah. Joe, you're valid. What do you want? What are you trying to do? But you know, so I'm, I'm doing all my success for somebody else, but never me. So I'm empty. So I'm pouring from a cup that's empty. So at the end of the day, I'm regretting a lot of people. I hate a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's to the point to where, you know, with my marriage, it was just like, I don't even want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be here because I'm doing everything for somebody else. And it's not being, people would, I had to learn to be selfish, not in a selfish sense that I love people, I want to give to people, mm -hmm. but I had to learn to be self, selfish in the fact that, Joe, what you think and what you do matters. It's valid. But you have to learn to understand that you know you what what you went through is not your fault learn from it build from it but don't take on this pressure of the world that you got to get it everybody what you what do you want yeah. what do you want joe sit down so i never had like i said i had to sit down and like joe what do i want i don't want to be in the navy i don't want to be a teacher mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i love my kids i want to be with my wife and family and that's okay you don't have to if that makes somebody mad that's fine that's but that's that they're not you and so I had to, I had to really yeah. learn to detach from that and learn and see when you, I had to learn that to sit by myself and it's okay just to be, it really is okay just to be, don't attach yourself to an officer. Don't attach yourself to being the fitness guy. Don't attach yourself to being a husband, a wife, a daddy, you know, okay. Don't, don't No, Just be just, you're, you're just exist. And that's fine. And then now when I step into a situation, it's because I want to. Not because you told me to do this. Not because I felt like you wanted me to do this. It's because I wanted to do it. You know? And I had Yeah, and then it's like when you when you step out of a situation, yeah. it's because you, you want, want to do to. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like 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 nobody is is nobody else that's making me stay yes. here. You know what I'm saying? Like some mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. Like whereas like, yo, if we split the families, what the yeah. family's gonna think if this happened? What you know? And they so, ain't paying yeah, nothing for that's it. Crazy. They're not doing nothing for you. They just sitting there yeah. being. Those uh -huh. are the selfish people that are telling you what to do, and if you don't do it, they get mad. And when you really think about the concept, I never really thought about. It. I'm like, damn man, y'all selfish. Y'all ain't put no money in my pocket. Y'all ain't here when I'm going through. Y'all ain't here when I'm crying at night. When I'm like, when I'm frustrated, I can't figure it out. Ain't none of y'all here. But y'all want me to do what y'all want to do, and y'all want me to be happy. Because you happy, man. Get out of here, man. That like that when you really think about it, that's the selfish people. You know, yeah. You know that that's not being selfish. So I had that was a hard lesson to learn, man. I just remember just sitting down, just like trying to process through it all. When I learned that, man, it was just like I felt free, man. 
I felt like, you know, I don't really care what, what goes on, what people think, but you know, but I want to teach this. I want people to understand this freedom. I want people to understand. I want, I want to give back the things that I learned that I didn't, that, that, that I didn't have when I was younger. I want to learn about decision-making. So I was big with me and kids, put them in situations to make them make decisions, putting them in situations to learn to bridge the gap because they're like, they're here, they see success. And they just think that if I put hope and a wish and a dream and I manifest it, it's going to come. Nah, man, that's not how it really happens. Like let's learn decision-making. Let's like let's learn to fill it out at a young age. That way you don't make the same mistake that I did of losing close to $80,000 when you're 36 years old. You kind of get what I'm saying? I don't want that for them to be that yeah. to happen. And then for me as adults, I don't like to see adults who are thinking that their weight, their their success depends on their weight loss journey. Or if I would get this weight loss, my husband's gonna love me better. Before I get this weight loss, you know, the lady's gonna like me better. No, 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 they're not. You only like yourself. What the why, why somebody else gonna like you? Yeah. Let's get to the let's get to the root of the problem. Let's grow as people. And I start living into this vain, vain world, man. I like that that stuff is is is, is sad. And I and and I, we have mentioned it earlier, but it's sad because I think of the kids today, man, it's hard, like, think you take their cell phone away. They think the world is going to end. God damn. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's so vain. And it's because they, their, their substance and who, what they're built on and their basis is not them. It's built on something that's, that's, that's so fake and that's so false that that's why you get these kids who can't deal with the pressure of life because their their reality is based on it's not stable it's based on something that's not stable yeah. and so when you take it away likes and yeah you got all that type of stuff yeah. like when you are able just to be and be happy then everything else is just like man this is dope this experience is dope what i'm doing is it's not stressful what i'm doing is because i enjoy it man and i i think that we're missing a point we're missing a point and i and that's why i do the things that I do for fitness. It's not just to, yeah, I, I want people to lose weight to be healthy, but what's the point of being healthy and you don't even enjoy life? You ain't gonna enjoy it. You know, you're gonna find something else to so, worry about. So, so, so I got a, I got a question for you, right? Mm -hmm. The Navy, they got, they got like ELD, enlisted leader development training, which I like. Some of that stuff we was talking about that they don't teach people. Yeah. Um, as far as mindset stuff, they have been in that training, right? Oh, that's dope. Um, but they also do something else where it's like if you're not on board with like if you're if you're not on board with what they put now, mm -hmm. they'll talk to you and you could leave because it's like, hey, if you're not if you're not going to take this on or, or buying in. Right. If you don't have buy into this, you could you could go. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Damon, have you been to no, ELD training? I've heard of that. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so you know they talk they talk a lot about uh, morality. Mm -hmm. They talk philosophy stuff, a lot of stuff. But it's like it's like yo, you know, like when I went through the class, for instance, mm -hmm. like somebody got pulled to the side, and they like, hey, it don't seem like you buying in. You could leave. You go ahead and go. They might even tell you to go, like not even <laughs> ask you, like tell you to go because because you're not yeah. going to carry on mm -hmm. tradition, right? Right. But I, but I say that to ask you because um, I'm thinking about what you're saying and what your mm -hmm. mission is. And I'm thinking about if I was in your shoes, some people I would be like, yo, nah, like we can't do it because your mind is not working. Mm -hmm. Do you, so in your case, do you work with those people or do you be like, nah, just go to a different trainer? Just, you know, yeah, how, no, how, do you I just, how do you handle it? So, that? like, I, before I take on board, I, we kind of have a conversation and I kind of see if like you're, 
if you can if you can receive what's ready to come for you like they say the teacher the teacher will appear when the student is ready and sometimes that student ain't ready and so sometimes it's like you know i don't do it in the wrong way but you know i i, I don't think you're ready for what i'm trying to give and so that's why i try to endeavor to do it through social media platforms you kind of get what I'm saying? Because at that point, if I'm not, mm -hmm. I, I take it on a mission. If I'm not reaching somebody, it's because I'm not, I, I haven't grown in the area that they need to be reached at. So I have to go and better myself at reaching my kids. I have to go better myself from reaching a guy that I couldn't reach to come back in here. You kind of get what I'm saying? I have to go better and and better myself in, in areas where I felt like, you know, I wasn't able to reach people. I do turn people away because I don't think they're ready. Mm -hmm. But what platform or what can I use to maybe get their attention? You know, because sometimes mm -hmm. like something will be said that will make you just think and you'll be like, damn, I didn't even think about that. And it can be eye opening. But I don't want yeah. I, I never I would never want to leave the table or leave anything being like, man, he won't ready for it. forget him. No, to the next one. Then that's what the point am I doing my job for. You know what I mean? That That's that's yeah. not that's not that's like I'm just I'm no better than the person trying to saying, hey, you know. Go ahead and uh, we're gonna lose this weight. I'm gonna take your money, knowing that you're still not gonna be happy. Like I just that that just don't make sense to me. So with those people, yes, I do turn them away. But I try to do other platforms like the podcast. Um, you know, uh, my social media where like it's more joking and they can kind of get to know me more. But they kind of see like, oh, you know, there's another side to them too. You know what I mean? So things like that to try to get people more aware, just to awaken themselves. So it's frustrating that you that they don't see it, but you know, some, I was, I was the same way growing up too, sometimes, you know, and there are people, you know, I would never give up on myself. And so I would never give up on anybody else. So that's, but that's the expectations yeah. too, right? So in your social media or your means of putting this information out to people before they join, you know, your stuff, they already mm -hmm. know, right? Don't they already know that, Hey, you come here, it's, it's, it's a life thing, right? It's, 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 a, yes. it's not just, coming here to work out and, and eat right it's a whole you know life type deal when you come see mm, me it they they do and some of them some of them don't and some of them don't want it because like at the end of like saturday classes we have saturday classes especially for like for uh women like we talk about what's going on we talk about what's like what what's happening what's going on in life and a lot of them, man, you'll hear some stories, man. I'm like, dang, and I was complaining, you know what I mean? And some of them, there's some women mm -hmm. who we like, hey, we got these things. They don't want it. You know, some of them just like, you know, they they don't expect that it's going to be there. I'm like, hey, we have this. You're going through. This is going to be, it's going to help you. But, you know, they don't, they don't want it. My big thing is I want this for men, though. Because think about it, man. Like, it's not taught to men to be, to talk about these things every day in an environment. But a lot of us are hurting because we just got so much crap that's inside. And so the reason I kind of like I get the women now because now like a lot of them are married and stuff like that. Hopefully their husbands will get on board or something. So we had a vision board party. And there was a bunch of we had men that came, which I was surprised because it's taking time to think about you. Don't suck it up. Don't man it up all the time. Like, no, you know what I mean? That's my really ultimate thing is to get men to be like this, because I feel like if especially black men, if we can just get together and grow and let this stuff a lot of stuff that's happened that's going on what that wasn't right to us to grow and get it then i think we'd be better husbands better leaders better fathers better you know what i'm saying just products and and uh people of society you know the things that mark mlk was talking about 
that takes self growth. Yeah. He, he, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he had to face he had to face himself every day in order to remain that remain that high. And any religious books or anything that you read, those guys religious they had to deal with themselves in order to maintain the status that they had. That's the only way you can do it. But we're looking at it backwards. We're all about the outside. How do I look? How do I get here to try? But you ain't got no substance. Nobody, you, you, you're standing on a false ground. If I take them clothes away, man, you're done. And that's why society, I look at black people, society is keeping it. it it's easy to do it that way. Get them J's, get that, get those TV, get those cars, get those things. You think you got something, you know what I mean? But as soon as I take it away, I take your whole life away. You done. You have nothing. And so yeah. we got to turn that around. I am who I am yeah. because I am who I am. These clothes don't make me. So you could take that. You could take all that. It don't matter. You could take my house. You could take all this stuff, but you will never kill who I am. And that's why they hated Malcolm X. And that's why they hated Martin Luther King at that time, because they weren't defined by this physical world. They, they, were, they weren't. And, they, and, and a lot of times nowadays, we fall into that trap of being defined by what we have. And not who we are, but yeah. it's who we are that matters. You got to turn inside, man. And that's what that's my business is really all about. It's not appealing. Nobody really wants to do it. And you know, it's been a struggle that way. That's why I said I have to go into ways to present it and to get it there, you know. But that's what it's really all about, man. It's about trying to get people just to grow, man. Like, what's the you wasting time? Like you, like you said today, yeah. wasting, I don't, tired of wasting time. And I, I think you got something there, though, that. man. I think it's something there because who's doing that though? Who's yeah. having classes like that after a after a horror workout and you talking to people about how they're gonna eat and also we're gonna talk yeah. about life stuff. We're gonna talk about this type of event. I think that's something, man. I don't think everybody is doing that or everybody's trying to get to that level. So for yeah. me telling you, man, I know you gotta figure out how you wanna put it out and how you wanna say it, but I really, really do think something is there though. Cause who's doing that, man? That's different. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. different. Um, I think I think the hardest thing with when it comes to men for buying is uh men, <laughs> men, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know it the competitive, is, the nature, everything about a man. Like we try, we want to be alpha. We want to, mm -hmm. you know, we want. And like you mentioned earlier, and and we keep kind of mentioning is like 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 sitting with yourself and being sure of who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But until then, like I, I recently started taking like boxing training mm -hmm. from a friend of mine. You know, but it's like. Like maybe like 10 years ago, you know, you might not want that person to know that you don't know how to put your feet right. Yeah. You know, when you when, when you fight. So a lot of men kind of think like mm -hmm. that, like, man, like I have to be here and be mm -hmm. dominant. And it's always like, you know, a competitive nature with men. And like if we could sit back and understand, like, you know, each of us have our own gifts. Mm -hmm. Right. Each of us, you know. And let's kind of cater to that so we can all raise each other up. I think about that because I think about like my early days, like making music and just being with different, you know, crews mm -hmm. and like somebody might be the most talented when it came to making the music. Right. I'm not going to say it was me, <laughs> but um, somebody might have been the most talented when it came to making the music. Somebody else could have made music, too. But like, all right, I'm going to chill out and I'm going to do like. Uh, promotion, mm -hmm. you know, and then when we all get together, we all, you know, come up together. Or I'm a chill and I'm gonna do this. I'm a chill. Mm -hmm. I'm a, but everybody wanted to be the the music yeah. person, like everybody. Mm -hmm. Every saint <laughs> lunatic wanted to be Nelly, yeah, right. Yeah. 
And I ain't talk about them, you know, personally, yeah. but everybody wanted to be, every member of D12 wanted to be the Eminem, like yeah. all of us. We're going to shoot out at the same time. And it's like, because it's men. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to come up under him. I don't want to come up. And then it's like, none of us, at the end of the day, none of us come up. You know right. what I mean? So we get together, we play off our strengths, and then, you know, that happens. I know if I was in Cali, I would have probably came through to one of your, you know, one of your sessions yeah. already. So- is it just you running a session? Uh, is it? Is it? Are you got partners? I, have, I don't have any. I don't have any partners, man. And like my whole, the whole thing, the way this thing happened, man, it was, it was weird, man. I, I when I when I started it, I started with a guy, who we were supposed to be partners, running out of it, running out of another house. I was living in a condo at the time, so he was like, "If you fork the money, you know, what I'm saying I got the place, let's do it this way." So I forwarded the money, man. Come to find out, this dude was like taking money from me. I'll go on deployment. This moment, it was taking cash, like spending the cars, bro. 2000 here, mm. 3000 there, blah, blah, blah. And then I heard them over the cameras talking about bringing another guy in, talking about how they was going to move the equipment because I wasn't there. I just happened to be looking on the camera one day, like, and listening in. I'm like, this mother, what the? F so I had to hurry up. I had to devise this plan to sit down. I had to sit down with him. Because he was buy like, he would go buy all these clothes, $2,000 at. At, at a Nike outlet, $2,000 at some other outlet, $3,000 over here, $800 meal foods. I'm like, yo, what the heck? And he was wearing the stuff in front of me. I just never knew. My wife was like, hey, check the, you just check the account because I just paid the bill. He was never helping me pay, never yeah. anything, man. So I sat down. I was like, look, man, we found out, we found our own house. I was like, all right, bet. You want, I'm going to move the equipment. I can't really be partners with you anymore because of the trust thing, man. I said, but I love you, man. I said, you did what you had to do. And I, I said, I don't hate you for what you did, but I said, I love you and I, I pray the best for you, man. And I departed from that relationship, man, and that business thing, man. And it hurt though, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, dang, I was trying to be partners with somebody to build a good thing. And, you know, trust go out the window, it goes out the window. Lesson learned that I didn't yeah. learn, that I didn't make it. And I repeated the same cycle about a year and a half ago, trying to do this partnership with somebody else, another 40K gone. Yeah, And so when I'm building it now, I'm learning to trust my decision-making, but also use resources and, and with businesses learning and learning the, you know, learning a bunch of stuff that I didn't learn when I was a kid to think through the process, think through it all. And so businesses, like I'm, I, I, I I don't know how I'm going to get into a business partner. I know it's going to come at one point. But right now, it's really just I'm sitting down and doing all of it all of my own. Me and my wife is helping me out in some, you know, in some areas, too. But it's just me. All the stuff you see is just pumping out is is me sitting behind a desk, man, uh, and creating the stuff. So what's the, like, maximum amount of people you work with, like, at a time in the session? Uh, there's pretty small. Well, groups, women, usually, I mean, groups, I can get 12 in. Uh, and they're pretty cheap mm -hmm. sessions. Uh, so I get, you know, the max is 12 we'll, we'll do, but, um, I usually run small groups like during the week, uh, four, four to five person in a session and, you know, and they'll come in and like, I, you know, I set it up to where, you know, we do the workouts and then at the end of the sauna here, we got massage chairs, we got, you know, all things for, we got ice baths. We do contrast therapy where it's hot and cold, hot and cold. You're getting a sauna, go sit in an ice bath, sauna, ice bath, you know? Um, and then I work with athletes, man. I work with a lot of athletes, man. I was just on the show of uh, Overtime. Uh, they came and did, they shot an episode here. Uh, so I got a lot nice. of basketball players that just 
a ton of basketball players that I, that I, that I train. A couple of girls that played in the Olympics. Um, things like that, man. Is it is that and all that workout equipment that's in your garage? It's in my house, man. <laughs> hey, I got a question, man. Like, <laughs> I'm asking this for a reason, man. I'm asking this for a reason. Yeah. So I see all the so you know, of course, we see you on mm-hmm. social media and we see all the stuff you be doing, which yeah. is you doing great things. Um, but I have a garage, man. Yo, yo. And um, how the hell you get all that shit in that garage and make it look the way it look, man? Like, I got stuff in here, man. I'm like. And I, I got a two car garage, man. Yeah, uh, you got two, a three man. car garage. It's you got two? two. I got. I got. Yeah. I, I, have, I have a two. I have a two car garage, and then the other one is a separate garage that I put all the cardio. So when you see the bikes and stuff, it's in another garage. Okay. And okay. then okay. I changed another room in the house to do for the. I have a massage chair, two foot massagers, the eye massagers, two fully reclined massage chairs, zero gravity, yeah, and sauna in another room. And then I have another room that I. That a lady does this stuff called body sculpting, where they actually, I know, man, California got some, some, they brought me to some new world, man, where they actually, they have these like laser machines and all these things where they actually like, they do woodwork, they scrape the fat, then they use laser machines to help uh, 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 tighten up the skin. They got a bunch of stuff, man. And they uh, do stuff for a lot of people who, who have uh, like body surgeries where they lose like liposuction and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I see that. that. I'll be man. seeing that on Instagram. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll be like, Instagram, what? The, the models, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, that's crazy. Especially with people, people who people who use their bodies as their job, man. Yeah. You see the stuff they go through, they man. They go through, man. Oh, yeah, I'll be nah, out yeah, there like, hey, yeah. man. But yeah, I did. I did it all, man. I would have. I would have these dreams, man. I would have these like crazy visions, and I wouldn't sleep for like three days. And I would just literally, I would go to work in the Navy. I'll come home. And I'll be up all night, didn't go to sleep, didn't go back to work, come home. And that's how that's how I that's how I built all this stuff. I I was like, I wouldn't sleep, man. And I would have a dream about it. And then I'd be I would up, I would research it all night long. Research how to mm-hmm. how to get stuff. And then I then I figured out, man. Figured out one thing I tell people is like, don't put the equipment in there until you get mats down. Cause I was a pain in the ass trying to lay them mats down. Yeah, you had to, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking like crowbars, yeah, trying but- to lift it up. It's crazy. So yeah. Hey, so, but I mean, that's like, man, that's like the pure exact definition of bet on yourself. Like mm-hmm. right now you bet on yourself and the returns, like whenever you bet on yourself, the returns ain't only monetary, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. spiritual, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. mental, it's all types of stuff. And you've been, you've been betting on yourself and now, I mean, and that's something that we all like to see. Yeah, man. I want to, I think honestly, man, from every conversation we had, I feel like, man, uh, we could do this for 25 <laughs> hours, right, you yo. know what I'm saying? But I want to. I want to get into the podcast. Uh, just keep living is, yeah, is the name of it, right? Yeah, man. Just keep living. You've been doing that for how long? We just got through an episode of, I want to say 12, uh, 12 seasons. We just started last summer. And the way it happened was the two girls that we started with, uh, they work out here. Didn't know them, know them at all. I'm going to tell you this. If you start something on your own, don't expect none of your friends, none of your family, no, nobody to be there. <laughs> Cause you know what I mean? Like the people you mm-hmm. think gonna be there, they all show up. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they sure. were, I didn't, re- we didn't even know them like that. And we just all would have good conversations and we would just sit there. So they were like, Hey, let's, let's start a, let's start a podcast. And we were like, all right, cool. So it's just about, we started it just on real life situations. The last one we did was on, we did a lot on depression. We had psychiat- uh, psychiatrists on. We had we did on like just real life situations where, uh, I mean, like growing up, um, the things that we thought were normal that really aren't okay. You know what I mean? Like you know, and just digging deep within yourself, 
to figure out like, you know, about life, you know, and making this, just keep living. It's like, keep living your life and learning. You know what I mean? Like live, do you be who you are and continue to grow. So uh, this season we're doing it on entrepreneurship uh, mm, that, we're, nice. that we're, that we're filming on. And we're, and we want people to be real. Like, don't give me this cliche crap stuff about life you know like you know what really what were your struggles like you know like what what was going on when you try to start something really what happened because you know you paint these false realities for a lot of people you know what i mean and now you know they're thinking that hey i can get from a to b without you know stumbling and falling and this and that and i'll be honest be real with yourself so we that's it that's yeah, a whole yeah let's talk, about, talk it. about it so that's that's what that is man we had a we do some live episodes and we do it all at the crib man I don't know if you say if you ever see it, you'll see live episodes at the crib. We do a vision board party, which turned out fire, man. Um, it's about self awareness, man. We're just trying to bring people to be self aware. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of uh, a lot of that. I, I keep up with a lot of that. And you whoever's see. doing the media for 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 the podcast is is dope. Whoever doing that media, okay. <laughs> doing a real good job. Yeah, yeah, real good job with that. Yeah, real good. good job. Appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, so. Just keep living is the name of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the fitness? Transform. Uh, what's the name of your transform fitness? mind, body, and spirit? So transform. Yeah, okay. that that's it, man. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff coming. We're about to launch an app. I'm about to launch an app coming soon, and that way, you know, it's going to have. It's for families. There's one that's for families, and because I, I want the family to be fit, man. There's no point. Uh, this year is really about family. It's about family, whether it's your work family, mm -hmm. whether it's your, your your immediate family. See, a lot of times, and I learned this over the years, a lot of times as families, we all have our little missions, our little goals. And we and at the end of the day, we start driving away because we have our own thing, which is good to have. Mm -hmm. But like, let's come together, make some core values. Let's make some, you know, some things where we all stick together, where we're communicating together. And it's just like a business. The business does the same thing. Why do businesses succeed? Because they have a mission statement, they have a core values, and they all... Everybody has their own little things that they're doing, but at the end of the day, if what we're doing is not aligned with what we're the middle of us, then mm -hmm. that's when people start striving away from what's going on. You kind of get what I'm saying. You lose relationship with your kids, you lose relationship with your wife, you lose relationship with all that stuff. And so this app that's coming out is dealing with a lot of that stuff. It's going to have workouts. Like, so say you don't have equipment, you got workouts for as long as you want for with no equipment. You know what I'm saying? But they're things that you can do with your kids. All y'all can be in there watching doing it at the same time. You know, um, you know, it's got things that are going to go for like we're, we're going to talk about relationship stuff, real life stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, infidelity, all that, you know, all those things being honest, like, you no, know, how did you get over it? What do you do? Where do you turn? Like, you know, being real for people who are trying to get married, man, this this whole thing. What is marriage? If marriage isn't a commitment to change, then, you know, uh, then it, what you're doing is out, outright wrong. Like, you know, love does have nothing to do with marriage because you ain't going to let that person tomorrow. Believe me, like, you know what I'm saying? And then you might fall back in love with them again. It's mm -hmm. not a feeling. It's, it's a continuous thing. So it's, you know, it's going through things like that. And then it's going to have things, you know, for like, if you're a parent, and you're trying to get your kid ready uh, for sports. You know, how do you train them? Because, you know, I trained my son since he was five. And now, like, you know, he's a monster, man. You know, just playing yeah. sports, ball, all that type of stuff. So it's going, it's going to have stuff that's centered around family and then also going to have, you know, some other stuff there, but it's really about family this year, man. Even if it, even if it's for your business, you can do it with your business. You got a group of people who you trying to strive and get life to better with. Let's get healthy together. Let's dig deep together. Let's do these things because the, 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 the power, the power of the family, you know, really is dependent on how well each person can go and self evolve. And then when you come together as a team, man, like, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't, 
your only strong is your weakest link. So that person that's back there, that's part of your team, that's just sitting there doing nothing, and he either got to go or like, look, you catch up with us. But you know, I want I want everybody to have the opportunity to to you know turn their families around. Yeah, most definitely. Man. Yeah, it's, it's a good concept, man. So really good concept. Where can they Where can they find Where can the people find every everything at? Uh, so you can find me at Joseph Solomon uh, Transform Mind Body Fit on Facebook. You can find me at King Solo underscore nineteen eighty three on uh, Instagram or on you can find me at just underscore keep underscore living on Instagram and and uh, face Facebook as well. So mm-hmm. that's about it. Oh, and we have yeah, a website www.transformfit.com. So okay, it's crazy. I just realized that the underscore is what you get when you hit space on Instagram <laughs> when you create an approach. Oh, you're like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I started Yo. a podcast and I'm like, I'm gonna call it the space fan space room, and it was like underscores. Oh, I was like, man. oh man, okay, <laughs> all right. So that's so that's why people got all these all these under. Hey, Damon, you got any more questions for? No, nah, man, for I ain't got no more questions, man. But great yeah. conversation, man. Great yeah, conversation. You right, man. We dumb old. We can talk about. We could we could talk to Joe forever, man. Like yeah, we're gonna have to get know, you man. back it's on. Good conversation. Be, good. We might have to just have you on. Yeah, what else? Hey, for I'm, the rest yeah, of the I'm one of those. I'm, I'm one of those guys, man. I love to talk about some deep conversations too, man. Yeah. So that that's that's under, that's that's most definitely something I like to talk about. I like to see what. And, and my biggest thing about it is, man. Like I know how I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm big on how other people think. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like putting myself in, in yeah. the same com- in the yeah. same uh, situation, mm-hmm. and then I know how I'm gonna think. But man, I love to see how other people think too on the same <laughs> yeah. in the same you know breath. Like what they, what they, how they think, you know. So yeah. that's yeah. good stuff, man. I like nah, it, man. I, you 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 gotta have had a you gotta have had some a testimony though yeah. to get to that level of yes. clarity and understanding mm-hmm. and foresight and that bird's eye yeah. view kind of look at then you gotta have have a te- had a testimony right? yeah you do and nine times out of ten you probably you know read some some good books along the mm-hmm. way and you know you you know some stuff like mm-hmm. that you got any books that you you know would recommend um the power of the subconscious mind is one of my one of my mm-hmm. favorite books um and i'm rethink i'm rereading uh think and grow rich with with a group of kids uh that i'm teaching right now and it's just about your thoughts uh i'm really big on the way you think life is a life is a representation of your thoughts and your vision and your re- and yep. so if you can't think you know think correctly then I, you're never going to get out of a situation you can't you know you'll never win and so the man who thinks is the man who wins who's able to think, uh, yeah, yeah, man who can think the best is the man who's always going to win. And so, uh, those are my two favorite books right now, uh, that I, that I know of. So, I mean, Think and Grow Rich is like, it's, it's an essential read, man. It's like, it's about, it ain't even really as like, it don't even got to be about the money. Mm -hmm. It's about just the thought process. Like Mm -hmm. the one story with the, I think it was like the pastor or whoever, who was like, y'all might have a million dollars and 48 hours and he did it you know like it was like but it was like it all made sense Mm -hmm. you know i think that's napoleon hill yeah it is but um yeah that's napoleon hill yeah yeah Yeah, so that's 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 good stuff man one of the one of the essential reads i have one of mine it's called the body keeps the the body keeps the score body keeps the score um 
the body keeps the score. Brain, mind, and body in the healing of trauma. Mm. It's by Bessel van der Kolk, MD, one. right? Wow. Um, and and what he does is, um, he was a some psychiatrist, but he talks everything, right? So he starts off. He talks about the brain, right, and how the brain functions, like how the brain processes. Uh, trauma how the wow. brain processes life so he talked left brain right brain um so he he starts there and then he talks about um medicine mm. right uh, medicine for victims of trauma medicine and like how that medicine actually like affected wow the brain and how people you know thought about stuff then he gets into like uh every form of like therapy mm. like everyone so any different practice or any different medication he talks about in here. But he does all of this, like weaving in different stories of like, I guess, patients mm-hmm. who said he could talk about them. Um, so he goes through patients. Then he brings it back to like the mm-hmm. science. Then he brings it back to like the medical. Then he bring, takes Damn. it back to the experience and how this experience had like an effect on a person. So it's like every aspect of like your brain, trauma, um mental health is mm. all in here and it's all about like how your body process this stuff man and i mean and some of these people you know they've been abused mm-hmm. as children um you know because it's it's about ptsd as well mm-hmm. um so he starts off he the initial beginning is about military oh, okay. right because it was a point of time where people is a point of time where people didn't even like acknowledge ptsd mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that wasn't even like a thing our people didn't acknowledge with DID, like multiple mm-hmm. personalities and, and, you know, different uh, things like that. And my wife actually, I can't find a book right now, but she actually, she got, you know, the book that tell you every yeah. diagnosis and everything like that. Dang. But um, this dude is, he legit, he's legit, man. Get that one. He, he, he got it. He <laughs> That's got it. Next read. Yeah, he got experience. Yeah. He got experience. He got knowledge um, and every aspect of it all. Um, I got the audio book. Yeah. So it, it, you know, it gets a little like, what I learned from audiobooks like this is not everything is going to be for mm-hmm. me, right? So the the shit that catch me in a book, I'm into it. Then when they get real technical, Tyler, Kenosis, whatever, I might not catch it. You know what I mean? But when it's back to it's yeah, for me, then you back into it's it. for me. But yeah, but what I used to do, like, you know, traditional yeah. books or audio, I would stop it mm-hmm. and go back. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, yo, how many times I'm going to stop it at Metacronalysis? Yeah. And never Dang. understand it. Like I didn't stop it thirty times. I'm never finishing a book. Yeah. I'm, it, it, you know, I'm not yeah. gonna pull from this. Yeah. <laughs> you uh-huh. know what I mean? So now I'm like, I'm gonna just mm-hmm. play it through. And then the shit, the stuff that I connect yeah. with is the stuff I connect with, and I still, this is a good yeah. book. Um, and if this is like for you especially, it's probably like essential. Mm-hmm. It's probably an essential read for you. Yeah. You know, even more than it is, uh-huh. you know, for me, this electrician that, that you know, I got. <laughs> No, y'all got a podcast, man. Y'all be, talk, y'all, be talk, y'all be talking some real stuff too, man. So, yeah, I mean, like, and it's and it, like I yeah, said, it's about yeah. self growth. So, like, I, I want to read this because, like, you, you really don't know until you face what you're going through and you really say that this happened. Then can you really fully understand what how how you have reacted to it? You kind of get what I'm saying. Nobody fully wants to take yeah. on that this happened i did this yeah well there's well then you will never fully understand why you know what i'm saying why it happened or you know how to fix it or like you know the damage it really caused so like yeah and it's crazy 
it's crazy because the book even breaks down like people suppressing those memories. Mm -hmm. Like, like the book talks about like where that where that comes from, like what that is. Like people completely forgetting trauma that they went through, like completely just forgetting. You know, specifically, it's a story about this kid that was like you know molested by like a a a Mm -hmm. preacher, a priest, a Catholic priest. He was molested by a priest, and he testified. The priest, you know, went you know Mm -hmm. did time in jail. But the lawyer, one of the lawyers came back and said that they can't quantify his testimony because of his memories. Like, like they can't quantify it. But the judge wound up, and I'm, I'm definitely yeah. butchering the story, but the judge wound up saying, like, nah, this priest's going to stay in jail. His memories do matter. They do count oh. or whatever like that. Because, you know, because yeah. he didn't remember every, every detail. aspect, some stuff he put so far back oh, in his yeah. brain that he never wanted to go back That's to right. it. So uh, definitely yeah, a good book. Definitely a good book. Dang. Definitely a good book. Nah, man. Right, we got um, we got one more thing to do. Dang, man. What's up, man? <laughs> we got a TV show, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. We got, yeah. <laughs> Episode two. Yeah, man. Episode two. Yeah. You want to start no, off? No, you go ahead, you man. You got you to hit, do your little your little spiel, man. Go ahead. I don't, I don't really have a spill, honestly. I, I, I'm kind of thinking y'all got those spills. But I ain't got no spill, uh, man. But uh, Day of Days, right? Day, day of days. days. That's episode two. Band of Brothers, episode two. Day of Days, right? Um, so, again, the opening interview pulled me in, right? Um, where they talk about putting their faith in the training, right? When you're in the worst possible predicament, right? So, they like, they jumping out of airplanes while the airplane's getting hit by missiles, bombs, whatever, right? But they got a, uh, they, they like, he's like, all right, let's just, like, I just know we've been trained on this. So let's just fall to the training. That's hard, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause we might have been trained on whatever. Like, they might have been throwing water balloons at whatever. Like, we getting shot. Like, wings is falling off this, this plane. It's fire. People was on fire, bro. You know, and it's like, boom, it's still time to operate. Like, we've been trained. We talk about it when it comes to like DC. You know what I mean? We talk about it like it's like, yo, we know we've been trained on this. We've been trained on it, you know, under the under the leadership of like qualified trainers. But when it, when them embers really, you know what I'm saying? When, <laughs> when that fire really hitting, Bro. it's different. You know what I mean? But um, like into the episode, the opening sequence was amazing. It was amazing, and this was an old one TV show, man. It was amazing, gripping. It was intimate. Still, it was detailed, like. The amount of attention to detail they pay, they pl- they uh pay to this show, Band of Brothers. I don't know if you ever saw that, Joe, it. but Band I of Brothers. I remember it. I didn't. Yeah, the um, yeah when it was mm-hmm. out, right? It was something I never watched either. But the amount of attention that they pay to like the detail is crazy in this show, man. It's like you're there almost. Like I I couldn't believe it. Um, then a couple things. So this was primarily a, a battle episode right it was more battle than mostly anything else with some interaction and character development but like the fact that all right so now again you fell to your training but then y'all did y'all drop and y'all plane got hit so y'all lost items you don't have half the shit that you packed up to have with you to go into war because y'all lost items on a drop right that was crazy that hit me you know what i'm saying um the dude that almost cried in the beginning too when he was telling the story and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that was a lot deep. of good people. Yeah, that hit me. But um, watching this show though, I can't lie. I mean, this is our Martin Luther King Day episode and we did talk a lot about uh, culture and we did talk a lot about race. 
But watching this show, it did give me a lot of credence to why Spike Lee wanted to make Miracle at St. Anna. Um, because it ain't, it wasn't that diverse. Um, and I'm not saying that the show wasn't that diverse and they could have made it more diverse. Maybe those units really weren't that diverse, you know, in that time period or whatever like that. So I'm happy to see Spike Lee did, you know, talk about the Buffalo Soldiers. Um, it's obvious differences between TV shows um, from now and back in 01, though, because it don't matter even if the unit wasn't diverse. If they made that show now, they're going to throw a couple <laughs> black uh, soldiers in there. You're going to get some LGBT. You probably get a couple LGBTQ characters in there. Yeah. You're going to get some uh, Asian Pacific Islander characters in there. They're going to like make yep. the, the team diverse because that's the, the time we live in um, right now. But basically, I'm not saying that the situation then, you know, World War II wasn't like, I'm not saying that's far-fetched. It could have been a group of 45, you know, white guys. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just all the same race, you know? Um, and then even in that unit, they was like busting jokes at each other. The dude was from Pennsylvania. He's calling them a Quaker. Yeah. And like, it was even like still some, you know, but um, I, I realized that the show opened up and now Winters is narrating. I know, I, you know, L Lieutenant Winters is the narrator yeah. of the show. That hit me. Um, another thing that hit me, I like was at the end. So at, at the end of the episode, so this episode is about a battle, right? As soon as they get to Normandy, they doing a battle. They trying to take over like an operating area, the enemy operating area. And um, the awards, they showed the awards that the dudes got for that battle at the end of the show um, when the episode was over. Um, it was That was a great touch to show those awards that those dudes got. And then they, they also showed you at the end of the episode that these dudes, whatever they did, like they were pioneering like different types of assaults, things that got taught later in, in school to other, you know, military members coming up in school like these things was the first time it wasn't like they was using somebody else's blueprint like they were creating the blueprint for war yeah or whatever um and then it's uh how easily you could bind and lose somebody like you know beginning of the episode you see people meeting each other for the first time and figuring out where you know somebody from you know oh shit i know you from here we play ball together and then the end of the episode this dude's dead yeah you know the end of the episode, this dude's dead, you know, and that's like a crazy thing about connections uh, when it comes to the military. Mm -hmm. So that, that they some of the things that stood out about again, the writing is always good. Um, the action was really good. This don't look like a show at all. It looked like a movie. Um, and for us to be twenty years removed from the show, man, it's, it looked like it was made like just two weeks ago or something like that. So um, I'm looking forward to episode three. Looking forward to more character development. Again, this was more about the battle. Some of the character stuff I might have like didn't catch it. You know, I had to watch another uh, watch it over. But this was a good episode. Yeah, so, a lot more action than episode. Yeah, one. yeah. Hey, so what I got out of it, man, from from watching the last episode to this episode was the fact of man, like the thought process of you're dropping into battle. Like the movie showed it in episode two, where they pretty much came out of clouds under fire. Like, I'm talking about time, the plane was like, it was smooth, everything was going, and all of a sudden, man, you got, you know, missiles, you, they, they, you getting fired upon, they, 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 part of the ship exploding, people catching on fire, like Dumbo said, it was like all type of shit that was going on, but when these people jump out of these planes, man, you're jumping into war, you know what I mean, yeah, bullets are flying as you coming down on your parachutes into mm -hmm. war, now, when you want to talk about a mindset, <laughs> that's a mindset right there. <laughs> 
till you know what you jumping into, you know, and the things that's going on at that point in time, man, was was crazy. But they always like like Demo said, they did fall back to their training though. They was trying to find landmarks. They was trying to find certain things, and then you losing things. You got a radio man don't have a radio. You got a guy that hit the ground. He ain't got his <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got his gun. You know what I mean? He ain't got nothing yeah. to defend himself with. So it was it was crazy though um, about the mindset. And then once they found the landmarks, they started finding other. They was like finding other people that was from different platoons. You know what I mean? There, they was getting together, trying to go to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I tell you, man, you had to fall back on your training because how would you get from point A to point B? Like they would, they didn't know mm-hmm. they they had to drop early because what they was doing was they was going to drop at yeah, a certain point. Early. Then they kind of know where they at. But once yeah. the, all the bullets start flying and stuff, they had to jump early, mm-hmm. so they didn't know where the hell yeah. they was at. So that was a that was a that was a big deal right there, man. Um, and then he ended up his they couldn't find his the the character they couldn't find his CO. So then he had to become you know the commanding officer and, and things like that. So that was some 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 good stuff, man. Then just the way the interaction between everybody was kind of different too. Like you know right, they was calling each other names and it was a lot of yeah. a lot of crazy stuff going on, man. But it was a good show, right? You right, man. This this is the from. The time like a real war story this is like a real like like war type story man people like dude got shot in the ass you know what i mean <laughs> like it was all type, yeah, it was yeah, all yeah, type yeah. of shit that was that was that was happening man like like yeah, yeah. he's like you think this gonna get me sent home yeah he was mad yeah. i thought he wanted to go yeah. home he was mad like so yeah man yeah that was it, it was pretty good man cool. uh i didn't get to the war part man because the time you know me time i see start writing that the movie's over that was it for me, man. I clicked it off, so I didn't get to the uh, <laughs> to the war. Oh, you ain't get to see the yeah, okay. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed you. Yeah, they showed you who won a. A lot of them, like yeah, ten of them, won awards good. for that battle. That's good, man. Like most of them. So, and I'm I'm happy that the show is highlighting yeah. you know these guys like that. But one you know more thing I, mean? I want to highlight was if if you ever get to, to watch it, Joe, man. In mm-hmm. the beginning of each one of these shows, they had like the real the guys that went that was in was part of it talk. And man, oh. it's very, it's, hey man, it's like, like, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's a big, yeah, that's, that's the gripping yeah. part. Their yeah. mindset though, they had, when you, when, like the first episode, mm-hmm. they talked about a little bit, their mindset, man, they just wanted to go to war. They didn't care. They man. wanted to help. They was volunteering to, volunteering to do this stuff, man. That was, it was, that was crazy. That's deep. Like, that's deep buy-in, man. Like to have that heart like mm-hmm. that, man, knowing that you're going to be like jumping out there oh, in man. front of, man, ain't no. I, like yeah. now, I think about it. I'd be like, "Could I?" I always ask myself, "Could I have did that?" And I really, honestly, don't think I could do that. Yeah. Knowing that, like, you're yeah. going to jump out when people are shooting at you, you won't, like right then and there. You don't even know if you're going to make it to the ground. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I'm like exactly. you might not even as soon as they open. Like, I'm yeah. just like. I, I don't know yeah, if I hey, do that, s- Send me and my team in. We make us a base. We put a plan together. We go execute. <laughs> yeah, man, you yeah. jumping in there. You jump that. You, you look, you be hard in. pressed. You hard pressed to find somebody jump out of plane <laughs> just on a regular. Like, 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 like you're not jumping out of plane on a regular. No. <laughs> like, you jumping man, out of planes. That like, They got bullets big enough that's tearing up yeah, the plane. Yeah, that's what I'm like, out, man, man. Like, that, that, that's, that's hard, man. That's like, that's mental, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to call that, man. Like it's a whole nother yeah, I mean, a whole yeah. nother level now. Like, you know, I'm oh, glad really? I, I'm just glad times have evolved to where we don't have to do that type of fighting yeah, anymore. Really you know what I mean? That. But yeah. like 
yeah um, but still on that on that same aspect man it's just like to me that's the heart of like heart of bravery like at, when you go to that point there's no coming back mentally from that yeah there's there's no and you're like, ready for the consequences yeah. your consequences yeah. you ain't really caring about no more that's no not you're not moment. you're not but then yeah, yeah. You then when they get back yeah. if you made it you're like you're not you're not normal you're not like, there's no yeah, normal not there's the no normal person, but right? yeah you're yeah. not the same person you have like changed forever you know and i had i had an uncle who was in the uh who who did that he was like a gunner on on helicopters and they would go help pick up people uh in war um was he in vietnam but they would go down and you know pick up bodies while they were being injured but he was like the gunner on the on the, on the machine but he was he always shows me like his bullet room that he's where he's gotten hit and he where they he knew they were shooting at him but they had to go back down there anyway and i'm like but i talked to him and mentally like he a lot of stuff he couldn't process he died like uh last year or two years ago he couldn't process man he just couldn't like his mind was not the same anymore you know what i mean like you know and i hear stories of him like you know my aunt still tell me like sometimes she couldn't sleep in the bed with him because he'd flip out you know what i mean from from nightmares or you know like the, the ptsd like or he couldn't be in certain areas anymore because because of the flashbacks and things like that. And I, th those are the things I think about, like coming back from that, man. Like, you know, you go back to a family where like you can't even, some of them can't even cope with being in the house with the family anymore. Cause they flip out. Like, you know what I mean? They just can't mm -hmm. be there and things like that. And their life is, life changes, man. Like, you know, that's like, that's something like, you know, there's a price for everything, but that's a high price to pay, man, for. Yeah. For what you did. For your country, yeah. right? Yeah, that's yeah rough. man. It is. Woo. That's rough, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so like I said again, man, I honestly think we could do this for all <laughs> I know, man. Look. But look, I want to tell you straight, like I appreciate you for coming up and talking to us, uh, especially short notice. We appreciate everything that you're doing out there, um, from the podcast to the fitness to just the whole overall story. Um, we served together too. We ain't really talk about much of us serving, together, but we had great we times. We had fun. We laughed. We joked. Um, always a good time with you. Uh, and we had it, and then you gave us this a benchmark for permission to speak freely. That's our first over three hour. Uh, Is it? Episode. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, we passed the hour. <laughs> three hours, we, man. we definitely passed the three hour mark. So, yeah, I want you to know, like, I appreciate you and no. thank you for being I, on. I appreciate this too, man. Like I said, man, you y'all. You two, I'll never forget you guys serve with you guys, man. I mean, I just remember you guys were like my safety net going down to uh going down to engineering, man. Like I I really enjoyed myself down there. Uh it was a safe spot for me to go because anywhere else in the ship, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't be myself. And so having the ability for y'all to see y'all's personalities, you know what I'm saying, and, and doing what y'all doing, being great leaders. I learned a lot from you guys on how to interact with a lot of the sailors. I learned I got from you guys from knowing knowing the job like you do and i learned i got just like your patience and the things that you guys exhibit on a on a daily basis and so you know i know you we don't really get the chance to talk a lot and you know you probably don't hear it much but i like i appreciate your you know what you guys taught me during those times you know even when working with me uh you know teaching me things and so um i know because sometimes it can be like it takes a long time for me to learn engineering just want my thing man like <laughs> So, but yeah. uh, you know, I got English degree, <laughs> not that engineering crap. But I, I, man, from the bottom of my heart, I, I, I appreciate you guys, man, and I, and I love what you guys are doing with the episode. Honestly, on um, this season, um, what, uh, what you guys, the podcast you have going on, man, I do tune in like here and there, and it's like, 
it's good stuff. And I like to see that you are empowering other sailors to to speak, to have a voice. Like sometimes when they come on here, like, you know, and just to get it out, man, you're sharing everybody else's story. And that's important. That's very important. You're giving people a place in the world. And I appreciate that. And I like that. So right, I'll do this anytime, man. <laughs> Yeah, most definitely, man. Thank yeah, you. for me too, man. Thank you for uh, coming on the podcast also. Um, and I like, you know, inspirational stuff, man. Yeah. And, and the things that you are doing, man. Like not only like from a health standpoint, but talking to people and 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 trying to have them have them have an outlook on why you're trying to get to this point, you know. Yeah. That that's that's all good stuff. And then back to the ship and us being uh stationed together, man. I like the conversations, man. We always had like real yeah. conversations. We didn't just talk about no navy <laughs> stuff and talk about engineering stuff. Yeah. We had like no shit conversations you know about stuff and about life and stuff man so most definitely enjoyed that man and I most definitely enjoyed you on the podcast today no doubt man yeah hey damon the niners won yeah man i ain't want to talk too much about it man but i'm glad you said that man i know that back up yeah yeah man we won man we headed to green bay man and uh like like and, and this is what I, I tell people man that's that's football fans and stuff that we are built to beat any team we might not go to the super bowl but if it's any team out there that can beat these powerhouse teams right now, it's the 49ers. And we the sixth seed because we run the ball and we play good defense. So uh I'm gonna leave it at that, man. Like, you know, and Dallas Cowboys, my wife was my wife is a Dallas Cowboy fan, man. She ain't talked to me for a little while last night, man. I mean she used to um, disappointment then because <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Every year, boy. Hey, she was hey, look, man. She <laughs> hey look, she be she probably mad. She probably mad by me saying this, man. But she was no shit upset. <laughs> It's like, why are you mad? That's why I like Cowboys fans, boy. Yeah. It's like it's like they got amnesia or something. Mad. They forget that last year they did this, last year they did this, and last year they did like they forget. Oh, I like Cowboys man. fans. She is too much, man. She was funny, man. Was funny, man. So shout out to Alan. Yeah, man. Shout out to Alan. True fans, man. True fans. Yeah, man.